You're listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. This episode features audio from a previously aired live video webcast. Welcome to Drinkin' Con, The Hangover, a post-Dragon Con 2021 webcast where we talk about what we did, what we missed, and how we felt overall about Dragon Con 2021. I'm Tara, and you can find me across the web at A Geek Saga. Today, I am joined by Aaron, Dean, and Jesse, and later we're going to have a special guest who uh, just attended his first Dragon Con. Unfortunately, Nami is missing in action, and Andrew has possibly been kidnapped by Korea, so it's just the four of us for now, but we're still going to have a really good time. Um, I'm tired, honestly. I feel like I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I wasn't exhausted after Dragon Con this year, but then like oh, the past, like this week as a whole, with going back to work and everything, kind of just nixed any good sleep I got there. Um, sorry, guys. You want to just remind people who you are real quick? If you have any online handles you want to plug, do that. Uh, and otherwise, then, then we'll move into talking about the drinking game. But yeah, just remind people who you are. Hi, I'm I'm Dean and. Uh... And uh, let's see, in my screen, Tara's above me. Uh, and uh, we roomed together, and we are together, and uh, we did a bunch of things at Con together. And I don't have any online presence whatsoever, because I am a dinosaur. And I'll hand it off to Aaron. <laughs> I'm Aaron. Uh, I don't really also have much of an online presence, but I exist. I go to Dragon Con every year, and uh, I'm uh, around. <laughs> I exist. That's I kind do. of that's kind of the theme of this webcast tonight, especially. <laughs> I exist. <laughs> and I'm Jesse, and I'm usually at the internet at stop underscore Jesse underscore time because I'm an old, but I'm not as much of an old as Dean is. <laughs> or as me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm actually the youngest in the chat right now. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I'm still an, a dinosaur. Uh, but yes. Stop Jesse time because you know I imprinted on stop hammer time very early. So <laughs> stop underscore Jesse underscore time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh so tonight's drinking game um is is probably gonna be not as just absolutely ridiculous <laughs> as pre-Dragon Con. I'll, to be honest, I've actually gotten more drunk on the post-Dragon Con one than the pre-Dragon Con one at least once, but I don't think that's happening this year. Uh, so our drinking game, we're gonna drink anytime we mention legacy hotel rooms. Um, I'm getting rid of the Dragon Con app because I don't think we're really gonna talk about that, but so it maybe I guess we'll drink if the Dragon Con app is mentioned, but I don't think it will be. Uh, drink anytime we mention, or we say the word habit trail, uh, instead yeah. of Skybridge, um, so this this one's bad. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a one off thing though. Like if we're talking about Colts, we only have to you know unless it comes up a second time later. Like if we say the FedEx John Colt like six times in in like a two minute period, we're not drinking every single time. That's mm -hmm. too much. That's yeah. that kind of is part of what did us in. I think last time, uh, drink when there is an animal related interruption. Uh, we're going to drink when I mention Red Dead or being an attending pro. And then, uh, Aaron, you want to say your three? And then uh, Jesse and Dean will have to make theirs up on the fly. Hey, uh, Sailor Moon taking naps and puppets. And I'm sorry, there will be a lot of that in my discourse. 
<laughs> That's okay. If you talk about the puppetry track or puppets in in like a one section, we only have to drink the first like when you first bring it up. Okay, we're we're sure. putting that role in place now so that I don't die. All right, so uh, Jesse, what what do you want your uh, drink anytime? Jesse says if, one one to three things to be. Anything about BBC Ghosts or okay. the comedy troupe that does it, them there. Also, Six Idiots, like whatever they're. Yeah, that's gonna be my thing. Okay. Or if I mentioned pirates, maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> What about you, Dean? Oh boy. Uh, we'll start with the fleet, I guess. And That's uh, cool, yeah. how about high velocity? That'll be hurt. That'll be hurting for me and Aaron, I think. <laughs> and uh, let me see. What would be a third? Uh, you don't need three. Just I, I say one. At least one up to three is the usual rule. Like I only have two. So I mean, if you I'm, want. I think what's clear is I'm going to have to get more beer. So. <laughs> So when Dean has to get more beer, or if Dean has to get yes. more beer, that'll be his second one. I mean, <laughs> I, already one. Have, I already had a giant beer. I'm actually drinking a Coke at this very moment. But, <gasps> mm -hmm. Blasphemy. Yeah, but, I, but I did pregame a little bit. So, uh, All right. So I am echoing a little bit, and I don't understand why, because I know we all have headphones on, but hopefully it won't be too bad. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> so general at dragon con stuff will will or actually no i'm sorry what happened in dragon con news after drinking con 5.0 is what we usually start with um so not really much uh weirdly enough despite the fact that we were two weeks out from or about a week and a half out from the convention when we did drinking con 5.0 uh not that much big stuff happened like they'd already kind of made all of the big announcements so uh the only thing that really happened that like for, for us that changed is that uh mine and dean's red dead panel was dropped by mistake um the video game track director had a bunch of guests cancel last minute and was deleting panels on mass and just deleted ours from the schedule he was so apologetic though like he was like well if you come to eight to the eight bit ball or to heroes and villains like find me and drinks are on me and i was like Sure, but then I like really didn't feel comfortable going to the big parties like that. I wasn't sure how crowded they'd be, so um, so yeah, that didn't happen. But I was I was grateful that he you know offered and you know wish I'd made it, but it is what it is. Uh, unfortunately, PJ is not with us tonight. I know. I saw. I, I'm looking at the at the chat right now. Alas, yeah. he was very funny last time. <laughs> or, or she? I don't know. No, we, uh, we, we no, we got to, we hung out with him a little bit. Oh, okay. room, right? oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he he came to our Sunday night party actually. So he actually met Dean oh, and I, and he he might have met you, Jesse, like for half a second. Maybe you might have been busy though. And then he met Nami for sure. I have a picture of me and me and him and Nami. Yeah. So PJ PJ was all up in our chat okay. uh, for for the pre Dragon Con one, but uh, can't he can't be here live tonight? I'm very sad. Um, so anyway, uh, it's a small interruption, but yeah. So 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 the video game guy, video game track director, was very you know apologetic and everything. But uh, but yeah, like it, it was it was sucked that our panel was was you know removed. But at the same time, like I was feeling pretty rough Friday and did not even leave the room until like two o'clock. So it's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Uh, but I don't know. Did you guys remember? Was there anything like any newsy stuff that happened with Dragon Con or changes that happened between? like Saturday the 21st and when we all got there, I really don't think there were. They finalized what was going on with COVID tests on site. That's mm. the only thing that I can think oh, of. Oh, that is they true. Yeah. Offering the rapid tests for $30 yeah. on site through Monday yeah. um, to help ease. The... And they did some vaccinations on site too, but I yes. don't know who, who took them. 
Hey, I mean, did, which one did they have though? Because if you if you, like you get one I there, you still have to get the second one somewhere else, unless they had J and J. Well, whatever. I mean, it's cool that they offered. It's cool that they were able to finagle like having the rapid testing to make people mm -hmm. feel better. Part of me kind of wishes if like that I'd gone maybe Monday just to like see if I'd been exposed like earlier in the week, but mm -hmm. it is what it is. I, I don't think I at this point I don't think I was because all my friends have been taking tests and i, I i'm well, this has also been before. like the least sick i have been after con ever hmm. like i usually get the flu um sometime around my birthday or after and it's september 11th when i usually get the flu i don't have any of the issues so i haven't gotten knock on wood i haven't gotten concrete in a long time because i've been really careful every year about um washing my hands and I, I i've also i think i talked about this last time i never drink out of the same cups of people that of, of, like from other people or whatever so usually like that has helped or that has helped really uh i don't think i've gotten sick from con since like 2014 or something 2013 but um we'll see i mean that's oh, still, have, it's still not this year so yeah well, i mean the masks probably helped so yeah. I mean, the yeah. mask help, the, the fact I, I got to, oh, my God, I sure hope these numbers continue. I know they won't, but it was great yeah. having less people there. My God, it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. We could actually walk around. There were very few times where I actually felt like I was boxed in by a crowd unless, like, I uh, there's that next to the, the Pulse Bar in the, at the Marriott, there's that big open area where all the, you know, the costumes go to be, you know, photographed mm -hmm. and hang out. So mm -hmm. that's that, to me, was only the really major crowd other than... I think Friday night was pretty busy, but that, that was the last day where they were selling day passes for, correct? Or did they sell them for Sunday? They sold them for they Sunday. They sold them for Sunday, okay. but there weren't uh, but a Saturday lot. But of... was, Saturday was glorious, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Friday, Friday. Friday was way Friday was the busiest day. Friday was the busiest day by far. Like, mm -hmm. it really was. Um, but, well, I mean, we'll get into that in a bit. Uh, so, because there's like several, you know, general at DragonCon things. Um, how about uh that Thursday registration line? Cause avoided people, it. Yeah, people waited anywhere from people waited anywhere from an hour and fifteen minutes to three hours. My yep. parents waited thirty minutes because they went right when it opened. I waited until Friday morning and I walked right in and I got my badge. It took me all of ten minutes. The 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 thing that took me the longest was the guy in front of me couldn't find his vaccination card on his phone. Like that, mm -hmm. that, that was my whole holdup. That was it. I walked right in. It was wonderful. So given the way that 2019 was with excellent and often badge checks, we were actually worried about not having our badges Thursday night. So we mm -hmm. went, uh, we landed in Atlanta at nine in the morning, got to the, uh, got to the hotel, uh, got all that done, got our bags put down and um, then went and did some errands and got in line. It took us two hours and 10 minutes to get our badges on Thursday. Um, and, uh, like, again, if I'd have known that they weren't checking like they did in 2019, we would have waited, but yeah, we I wish concerned. they checked a little bit more, but yeah, we were concerned. They about, didn't. Like, we had our keys well, and we could have been okay. But at the same time, like, I also didn't expect two hours and 10 minutes. <laughs> really. Well, also like Thursday, um, like Thursday, the, the con, like it was only like a year, like, like when I say, I think it was 2018 or 2019 Correct. that they first had like some Thursday evening programming outside of like bunny hunch and everything. So like you need a badge mm -hmm. to get into those parties. But if you're not planning on going to those parties, um, really like they shouldn't be 
the I, I get them badge checking in the sky bridges, but I didn't go outside, so I I can't you know say they were or were not checking when you go into and out of the hotels. But like, I imagine that they weren't because like I mean I didn't have my badge checked at all Thursday night, but I also didn't go over to the Hilton. It seems like that was like when you're walking into the Hilton from the Marriott, that was the only place. Mm-hmm where they were checking badges um, or maybe, maybe it was backwards from the Hilton and the, I don't know, whatever it was. It was the Hilton to Marriott Skybridge. That was the one that where they had people checking, but yeah. like, I, I mean, Nami, like they tried to check for hers and she just kind of like breezed by. Cause I mean, again, like even though they might have some formal programming that night, like it's not, I, I, I mean, that's never really technically been the start of cons. So, I mean, maybe in future, like it's going to be if they're gonna keep offering like more Thursday programming. Um, I don't I don't know how much they offered this year, but you know in previous years it's been, you know, a, like a couple things other than the parties. And I just like I, I feel like if they're going to be offering Thursday night programming, then they really need to have like a way more streamlined process with way more volunteers for registration on Thursday or they need to start opening it registration up Wednesday night. Like even if it's just from like six to 10 Wednesday night, you know what I mean? I hadn't seen a line like that since my first or second year uh, coming to Dragon 2009, 2010. I was completely The 2009, 2010 lines were yeah. the worst. Yeah, so I was really floored. And so like also going in to, to know like the lines have never been bad it'll be fine. And then it was not fine. <laughs> so that's something to figure. Cause also oh, the dragon con app has a lot of programming. Oh no. More than you think. Um, <laughs> becoming a thing um, because they also added Thursday to the badges. Like con right. says Thursday through, through Monday now. I'm sorry. I'm shitting yeah. like a crazy person and I burned myself yesterday. So it's super gross. Um, well, the only place I got challenged was actually uh, that lower door to the Marriott. I, I came back across and uh, I was walking across with our buddy Carlos. And um, uh, all I said to the lady, though, because I mean, I lied, I'll be honest. But I, I said, hey, I got here late. The registration was closed. I couldn't get my, my badge. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. I, yes, I lied. But lots of people surely experienced that. Like, Yeah. Like you, yeah, lots said, of people Tara, did. So, you know, I, I can't if it's not actually a con day, I can't believe they would expect people to actually be running around with badges like that's, that's well that and they closed it early they closed, they closed the line at nine yeah yeah like an hour earlier than they usually do um so i feel like in, in that case especially like and i get why because they had a they still had a line you know i i totally understand that but if you're going to close registration an hour before you know you're you you have on your schedule then you really can't expect people to be having badges because you after you know like like at that point at night like late at night um so yeah i mean i don't know i guess we'll see in the future like what if, if anything changes but yeah if they keep having a ton of programming on thursday and they keep pushing the programming hours forward in the day they're gonna need to start offering thursday like wednesday evening registration especially since mm-hmm. as it seems a huge portion of you know the regular like the the annual attendees arrive wednesday or even tuesday right so yep but that said like once you got through the way they were checking the way they had the badges like label print poke like that was that was Mm -hmm. the fastest like they've got that process down really well um i haven't had a crooked badge label in years (laughs) i think dean (laughs) i think dean said that 
one of the holdups he noticed or noticed might be a problem is the QR code thing. There was like somebody that he was waiting behind or near or whatever that didn't have their QR, that could not find their oh, QR right. code. Yeah, and so QR like, code, not, it's not like the, little, not the yeah. COVID card. Yeah. 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 So it's like little things like that, that like mm -hmm. they tell you to have it ready and like freaking have it ready people yeah. for Christ's sake. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah. Print for real like e even though it, it took no time to get the badge you still have to walk through the whole the back and forth you know the what do you call them the barriers and like come on dude mm -hmm. stanchions well yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. this actually was i think kind of silly though so i had the all weekend badge right and mm -hmm. they had more booths open for the day passes than they did mm -hmm. for the the four day and i was like that doesn't make sense so that it's, that yeah. that was actually part of the the day pass people were just walking right up and getting theirs. I was actually in a little bit of a line, so I thought that was odd. And it was like two booths. Well, uh, but and it was I guess like five were, or six. You know, day were those ones. were those day pass booths there on Thursday though? Like I would that guess I they know. weren't because they're. No did they even sell Thursday only badges? I think they did, but I I don't imagine there were that many sold honestly. So they are like way cheaper for Thursday only badges. I think like a couple of years ago they were like fifteen dollars. So. Um, probably maybe $20. I don't know how much they were, but. Uh, Adam in the chat is saying, you know, I wonder if they will ever mail out badges and add like RFID. Uh, that would be great. I think that it will be a long time before DragonCon does anything like that. I, they, they tend, like one of my friends who it, he was, he was like new this year was saying, was like trying to he was saying something about the website. He was talking about like guests and I was like, no, no, you're looking in the wrong place. It's not guests. It's like speakers. And he was like, so he went back and tried to look in. He's like, this website is horrible. And it's like, I love dragon con, but yeah, their website is, if you do not, if you do not know dragon con, then their website is a mess and it's very yeah. hard to navigate. And like, if you do not know the terms they use for everything, it's so difficult. And like it's C2E2, I know from experience and NYCC both mail out badges and it's mm -hmm. really convenient. Oh, and so does SDCC actually. And PAX does as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's like these gigantic, I mean, and I, at least SDCC is for sure bigger than Dragon Con. Um, so mm -hmm. it's, it's absolutely. New York Comic Con is absolutely too. Yeah, and it's so it's absolutely something that can be done. Um, but I, I think the problem is maybe it requires an amount of like money or something that they aren't willing to fork over, which is not they're big, but they aren't industry sponsored the way these conventions are. Like like these all of those conventions that we just mentioned are absolutely industry sponsored. So most of them are read pop, I think. Yeah, well, uh, well, SDCC is it, but yeah, the rest of them I believe now yes. are uh, like Read Pop yeah. has slowly been like s just like sucking up all of the outside like other conventions, um, and and like I will I will definitely like forego badge mailing and like that sort of stuff if it means that DragonCon doesn't get swallowed up by a corporate monster. Uh, so just saying. <laughs> well, so the two cons I've been to that had the RFID, like you, you, you walk up to this, the, like a, a thing, you, you tap your badge on the way in and you tap it on the way out, uh, was SDCC and WonderCon. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how that would work at DragonCon though, because you have so many entrances you have, mm -hmm. it's actually a hotel, you know, or in, yeah. you know, actual hotels versus like that would work great for America's Mart at the vendor hall. That'd be amazing actually. Yeah. Um, it might actually speed up people coming in and out. I don't know, but, um, 
I, yeah, I'm not sure how that would work. Like with with the, um, uh, the I guess like the the, the RFID thing though is like I, I I the RFID thing is its own thing. I think like the only issue. I mean, obviously they couldn't have mailed that badges this year with like needing right. to check people's COVID vaccinations and everything. But like, um, it, you know, in, in previous years, it's like, even if we, we can, you can forgo the RFID thing and the, the scanning of the badge at doors and everything, but like, is it still possible for them to mail out badges? Yeah. Like, uh, of course that means badges can get lost in the mail. You could get your badge in the mail and give it to somebody else, you know, and, and dragon kind of has that, you know, ID checking thing, but it's like, I don't know, like other conventions don't really seem to have an issue with it. Cause they still mail you a badge with your name printed on it. So, mm -hmm. or your name attached to it. So it's like, I, I feel like there's a way it can be done, but yeah, I mean, if it, if it, if doing something like that, if going that route means that Dragon it, that DragonCon has been like purchased by some big like corporate like con convention conglo corporate convention conglomerate, say that three times fast, then I don't want it. <laughs> and I don't see that happening for like ten or fifteen years if they ever got get bought out by a corporate entity. I I don't I don't see that happening for no like no. even the next five years. Like that's not going to happen soon. Um. All right. So. Uh, Anyway, so people who people who waited people waited a year for an hour and fifteen minutes to three hours on Friday. I, I was told at one point that the wait for disability services was four hours, which is six hours. Six? I, I saw six hours for disability wow. services. Oh, I feel like I feel for those people because, like, obviously they can't be like standing. I, I don't know. That's that's rough, and I guess that means there may need to be a. Uh, they might need to like shuffle more volunteers over to disability service. But then at the same time, it's like, mm -hmm. if that's going to mean less volunteers at regular registration, then we're still screwed. Um, but yeah, that does really suck. Uh, I, I, I mean, I would like to hear more about from someone that might've been involved about why there was such a long wait, but I, I haven't really had time to do any like digging into why. Um, anyway, and as Dean said, like people who got their badges on Friday, at least in the morning, were in and out in like 10 to 15 minutes at most. Um, okay, so moving on to something a little bit more fun. <sighs> Fucking cults, man. <laughs> like I, I originally titled the section "fucking potatoes, man," but I think it's just need it just needs to be entitled or titled like "fucking cults, man" because like my first thought on some stuff that happened this year is stop trying to make cults, Dragon Con cults happen. <laughs> like, stop trying to make fetch happen, people. Uh, these Dragon Con cults, they need to be organic. I will give uh, last year's 36 Dozen Eggs cult, cult a pass because I love Tony and I think that we all needed that random hilarity during and after virtual Dragon Con. Um, mm -hmm. And it was a big thing. It was a big thing. Like people really latched onto it. And it was like the thing that people latch onto if they want, you know, if they were in that mindset of like wanting, needing, wanting a new Dragon Con cult for 2020. I, Chad I'm and the shoes too. I heard the Chad and the shoes thing, but like I've kind of, so I'm not funny. as, I'm kind of, it's funny, but I'm not really as into it. Um, and that's me for the eggs. Like the eggs didn't hit with me, but the okay, shoes did. Uh, yeah. Well, Chad hit for me because it's it came from the Dad's Garage improv, like D and D. Mm. Yeah. So you know, all most right, of I'll my give friends you were that. into that. So yeah, I'll give you guys that. But they were very organic and very Oof. funny. Oh, that's oh not funny. What did you do? I took a sip. And it was like entirely vodka. It was like it was entirely vodka. Like I'm adding, I'm adding soda water right now because that was like entirely vodka. 
Uh, so now all of that said, like FedEx John was a, an organic thing. Um, you know, somebody put googly eyes or so. I don't know. I think it was the googly eyes that happened first. And then it was a lay. And then it was stickers. And then it just became a thing in, at DragonCon 2019. Um like and, and and then of course like the, the carpet and trashy they were things for years before people started like start like yeah. really making them bigger you know like the carpet was a thing because it was like you see that stupid ass carpet in a in a cosplay photo and you're like that's dragon con right you know like, it's the you plus, know like, the carpet is just absolutely it was just absolutely obnoxious like i'm holding up for those of you listening to this podcast i'm holding up a sash that's marriott carpet like printed i mean it was obnoxious but like yeah if you saw that carpet in a picture you knew and then of course the guys from um what was that what was that Bulbin props. props yeah props. they did uh they did the you know marriott carpet army guy things you know Which where they were 2015 around. i think yeah, it was 2015 or 2015. They canonized and... that cult. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. the year. It was the year before, I believe, maybe two years before they changed the carpet. So it was it was 2014 or 2015. I was trying to figure that out the other night, Jesse, too, and I was. It's driving me crazy that I couldn't. Well, my remember friend it. shared a picture from 2015, but I'm not sure. It could be 2014, but the picture yeah. was shared from 2015. So. But yeah, so like, and then trashy was just, I mean, it was just this, and some people, I realized like this year, I realized that some people who went to Dragon Con before they stopped using trashy don't know what trashy is, uh, but that's because maybe they didn't go down those escalators in the Marriott. So trashy, was it, uh, was it lobby level or was it the level below? It was marquee level. level. Okay. So, okay. So it was, it was, I'm walk sure of, it was marquee level. It was walk of fame level, like where they have the walk of fame now uh, that they, yeah, I, I think you're right, Jesse. I think, yeah, no, lobby level doesn't make sense because the doors are Because there's pictures always... from, like, 2006 where Trashy is right there Yeah, at the marquee level elevators. So for those of you who don't know, Trashy, and also we're talking about cold, so, you know, I don't drink. Oh, right. Um, so that. Trashy was just this, like, cardboard box trash can, like a white cardboard box trash can with a trash bag in it. And it would get full to like practically, I mean, it might've been better like in earlier years, but like every, like when I started going in 2012, that trash can was like full to overflowing, like constantly. They would empty it, of course, but it was just, it was right there at the bottom of the escalators on a very busy floor of the Marriott and it would just get full. So, uh, you know, th so that they'd stopped using it in like 2016. It, I think it was the same year as the carpet, maybe the year after that trashy just disappeared and never came back. So stuff like that, it's like, this is those are organic cult, quote unquote cults in that they happened over time. The FedEx John thing happened over the course of the weekend, but like it was a big thing and stayed a big thing. So uh the the, the this year, however, this year, uh there were two things. First of all, like the closed for cleaning thing. It was amusing. There were some cool costumes surrounding it. Um but does it need to be a cult, a dragon con cult? Because here's the thing, like this probably isn't going to continue in future years. No. And it literally only happened this year. Like at least with FedEx, John, there was the hope that they would bring that standee back. And when they didn't, okay, when they didn't, people made their own, which we'll talk about a little bit more later, but, or made their own altars, whatever. We'll talk about that later, trust me, uh, or in a little bit. But the, the, 
the clean closer cleaning thing, it's like, I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? Cause I'm like, this isn't, this, this doesn't need to be a cult. It was funny. It was hilarious this year. I love that people like embraced it the way dragon con people do and made like cosplays around it and stuff. But I don't think it needs to be some ongoing thing. I think it's like a holy 2021 thing because mm -hmm. I don't feel that they're going to be closing the panels for cleaning in 2022. Right. I mean, I don't know. Right. Who knows, like when we have the gamma variant or. Oh my God, stop. Whatever. No, don't jinx us. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen if we ever get over this thing. I'm going to mention Andrew being in Korea just to make you stop talking about any additional variants. Um, I, I won't. I won't tell people not to have fun in their own way. If you if you don't like the cult, you know, we can roll your eyes at it. Don't take part in it kind of thing. They're not really hurting anybody. I find it ridiculous, though. Uh, too, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beyond the ridiculousness that is Dragon Con cults. But, like, um, I also the John thing this year really soured all of it for me. Yes. And we'll talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. And and again, let me be real. Like, I love people having fun with it this year. I would not like if, if there was a close for cleaning cosplay group in 2022, I'm I'm like still gonna find it amusing. But like I just feel like there's th this push to have like a new cult every year, and it just like it's gonna it's gonna downplay the I mean, just long time like like it needs i'm sorry but it probably needs to last more than one year like again all for people having fun in their own way but like i just i, I don't i what i don't love is this like insistence that there needs to be a new cult every year especially since we use that word i just it, it's just a little bit like much for me on that note um so the potatoes potato gate i'm gonna potato gate i don't know what was going on with okay the <laughs> i did not see them at all so i just heard people talking about it aaron is more involved in spy and seek but i'm gonna say what i was told and then aaron you explain what you were told because i'm very interested that we are hearing two different sides of this story so what i was told was that the potatoes were the puppetry track the puppetry track had a like make your own puppet from a potato thing and there were leftover potatoes. So people took now and, and here's where I'm a little bit confused because I wasn't involved in this. And also I just, well, I, I mentioned puppetry, so it doesn't count. What I am unclear on is whether it was just that there were extra potatoes from the panel or whether it was a combination of that and people who made their potato puppets who were leaving them places, or maybe just really was the potato puppets being left places. Regardless, no matter what it was, it came from that. People started leaving potatoes around, what I heard, people started leaving potatoes around because of that. And uh, then I also heard that people were actually ordering from Instacart possibly, or going out and purchasing what? potatoes. I'm not kidding you. I had like two or three people tell me that yes, they know people who ordered either ordered from Instagram. I swear to God, somebody told me they ordered, they knew somebody who ordered potatoes from Instagram, but people, I think that actually, was your, your Sunday night party, whatever people were going out and purchasing potatoes and somehow, some way they were purchasing potatoes, bringing them into the convention and hiding additional potatoes outside of the ones because people started seeing the potatoes and they thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. So now people are trying to make that like a dragon con thing. And, um, someone apparently stepped on a potato that was on the Marriott carpet because it was the same color as the, you know, shit striped Marriott carpet and they didn't see it and they slipped and fell and hurt themselves really bad. Um, you know, 
thankfully, quote unquote, it was like the last day of con or maybe late Sunday. So it didn't like ruin their whole convention. But that does suck that somebody actually got physically hurt because they stepped on a freaking potato potato. that somebody left somewhere. Um, Now it was, it had been what I saw or heard was that it was being blamed on the swag and seek group. And people were talking about like, Oh, we we're going to like swag and seek should be shut down because, um, are you freaking kidding me right now? Oh, you need to keep that one. That's funny. Keep that one. (laughs) Yeah, but she's going to keep playing with it. Oh, Oh, it's Ellie this time. It was Ellie. Go play with your toys. Go get your toys. Hold on a second. I'm closing this door. This whole, like, this whole, they they just, they heard me start talking about potatoes and it was like immediately like, <laughs> let's interrupt her 25,000 times. So anyway, I've like heard that people are trying to get Swag and Seek like shut down because of the potato thing. But the people from Swag and Seek are over here saying, no, 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 our rules specifically state no fresh food. They might state, I, I, I actually think they might state no food at all, but they sh- certainly say no fresh food. Cause like, I mean, if you're handing out like little packaged like bags of candy or something that are unopened, that's one thing, but I get it. Like you don't want to be handing out like fruit and stuff that people have touched literally any year. Ew. I wouldn't want that. Like that a stranger has had their hands all over. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that is what I was hearing, but like, it's also just like a, you know, I, I've never heard of potatoes being a spy against the thing, but Aaron, you've, you heard or know something different. So. Well, uh, in 2019, potatoes were a thing. There's a small gift bag with tiny red russet potatoes in it. Congratulations, you found swag. It's yours to keep. It's a tiny russet potato in a swag bag. Um, potatoes are a thing on the Swag and Seek page going back to two okay. years ago then, 2019. Uh, it's sort of an aperture joke. Potatoes are a bit of an inside joke with the portal people. Mm-hmm. Um, but also mm-hmm. there are... But lemons should be too. The lemons as well, yes. Um, so uh, that's around, and all of this year, people are joking about potatoes, and so some of them have faces. So I think there's some truth to the puppetry track um, bit because some have googly eyes glued on them, some are reading books, have daisies on their heads. Not exactly sure where that came from. Oh, puppetry track. Whoops. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Oops. But I didn't attend those panels. Um, so I'm not sure about that. I know um, my best friend and her husband made sock puppets with little arms and they had a great time. Um, but the potatoes are around. Um, potatoes with googly eyes all this year. So, I'm showing a comment right now that's totally like a little bit off subject, but apparently someone is handing out like just they were slices of pizza and they our friend warm. ate one. They were warm. I- slices of pizza i didn't have any weird reaction to it he didn't have any weird reaction i don't know i don't think i don't think people would do anything bad or whatever i just like and then i just don't know why i I took it i was just like oh pizza i wouldn't pick fresh warm pizza i don't know i wouldn't pick up a, a piece of fruit like or a fruit like an apple or whatever that i found like just sitting on a table you know what oh, i mean no, this was like yeah, this year, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have taken pizza from people. But like 2018, 2019, fucking absolutely, I would have. So part of that group was actually at the uh, puppet improv that night. Uh, not the puppet slam, but one of the puppet improv events um, that was in the Hilton. And so they were like, "Who did something cool today?" And they were like, "Oh, we were handing out pizza as Pizza Planet people until the Marriott shut us down." 
Oh. Well, so wait, this was in the sky bridge between the Marriott and the Hilt, uh, the right. Hyatt. When, the Marriott when... shut them down and they were moving. They were taking their yeah. pizza and going. And uh, so the Marriott wouldn't let them have it. So you mentioned like the, 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 like a single russet potato, like a, which is, wait, wait, was it russet potatoes? Like an actual, like a big oh, russet like potatoes? It was, a little... seek bag. it was a little red one that fit. Like, oh, the... red potato or red potato. Okay. Bags. Yeah, so like, then, handing, yeah, like putting, something, putting something in a bag and leaving it places is one thing. But like what I heard about the, the potatoes so, this year was that they were just then, potatoes. Then in the swag and seek page, no one's posting, hey, I'm, I'm placing these. But people are posting pictures of whole freaking russet potatoes of best swag I found all con. And like their swag hordes that they find and there's potatoes and people are posting pictures of potatoes on chairs potatoes on water fountains potatoes on fire extinguishers in planters like i found this potato in a planter and i'm like except like what if people hide those potatoes and nobody finds them and then some staff member or some non-dragon con person a week later finds like a rotting russet potato chilling somewhere like Please don't like just don't and 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 don't let this like like I don't this specifically like I'll like I will fine you you want to like you want there to be a cult for this year fine make it close for cleaning I don't care but like the potato thing I'm 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 anti potato cult because I don't want people <laughs> doing it in the future because someone got hurt I don't want people doing it in the future because we don't know what happened to the potatoes that might not have been found and like poor staff members or like future non dragon con people are like why is there this rotting potato in my hotel room um that that was like hidden in my I don't know hidden somewhere that like somehow housekeeping or or, or janitor's staff didn't found didn't found didn't find wow i have not drank that much i'm i'm very tired right now um i can talk but like yeah i i i I don't make potatoes thing and i also hate that the swag and seat group like they might have had a potato thing in the past but like a little red potato in an actual swag bag is one thing like like we just Mm -hmm. said like a full like russet potato and apparently people and here's the other thing like swag and seek people have always been really um uh like like Mature isn't the word I'm looking for. They, they've been really thoughtful about where they leave things. Yeah. They're not just leaving them mm-hmm. places where it's like trash to be picked up or whatever. So, and also a potato is a thing that can roll. So mm-hmm. like you could place it on a table and somebody, like even somebody doesn't even have to knock that table, but something happens and it rolls off and now it's on the floor and somebody's tripping on it and injuring themselves. So no potatoes, people, please. That's that, That's my like future, like, no, don't do this, please. <laughs> I, I have a tiny little sort of not really exactly related story real quick. Oh. We were talking about uh, people handing out pizza, uh, the Pizza Planet people. Yeah. So I had an opposite thing. When I went to get, I, I came out of the Sheridan with my badge and uh, I was wearing a Pizza Planet shirt and there were guys out there. I don't know if they were actually Papa John people, but they were dressed as Papa John and they were just all on my ass about the fact that I have a Pizza Planet shirt on. So that cracked me up. That was pretty funny. I don't know if they were selling it or because I didn't see Papa John's anywhere at the con. Did you? They did not there? have a stall in the Marriott like they usually do. Like they've had a stall in the Marriott since like 2012 or something. Yeah, I, I didn't see any stalls, and I don't know if these guys were legit. Like, but they probably know, thought... weren't. They just were like, "Oh, you're you're getting in on our turf." <laughs> oh, they were very angry about the Pizza Planet shirt. So yeah, it was funny. Speaking of cults, though, <laughs> uh, I heard about this like. Or well, let me let me go back to. I was at the Hyatt where we were in the Hyatt lobby Friday night, and people were there. There was a table in the Hyatt lobby with um, uh, Battlefield Earth copies of Battlefield Earth on it, the Scientology oh, book, right? 
<laughs> yeah. Saturday night, I think, actually. Oh, ours was Friday night, but that, that, they were there all weekend, I'm sure, because people were finding them all over the place all weekend. But here's part of why, probably. So uh, I thought it was kind of funny, and I was like, ha, 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 weirdos. No, when we were even? hanging out, that was Saturday. Oh, they were there Saturday, too? Because they were definitely no, when there. We were, when we were hanging out and getting photos, it was Saturday. Oh, because like, of a specific costume I was wearing. That's that's how I know. Okay. But they were there Friday, too, because, like, we were getting – like, I, I remember we were getting um, – uh, well, I wasn't, but some people were getting rum buckets, which I do not drink. And they were at the table, like right next to the rum buckets. So maybe I was just surprised that they were still there on Saturday. But uh, but yeah, so I was, I, you know, and that was one of those things where at the time I was like, ha, 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 Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. They're just leaving these on like tables around the con. Well, that's not all it was. Um, so Life South uh, holds the blood drive every year. Mm -hmm. But... Apparently this year it was sponsored by Galaxy Press. Now, I don't know if they have always sponsored it or ever sponsored it before. I think they haven't because I've never heard of this happening before. This year they had, like, and I've seen pictures, like pallets of boxes mm -hmm. of Battlefield Earth. And they were trying to give copies to everybody who gave blood. Now, most people were like, taking them and like whatever um some people were like absolutely not but uh they they actually the blood drive actually lost out on doors like i've seen i i was looking at reddit and this is where i saw this and there were like quite a few comments on reddit and this is just a small section of the con so who knows how far it spread outside of just like redditors you know where people turned away from like they were going to donate blood were had even pre-registered to donate blood saw this shit and were like yeah they like noped right out now, Galaxy Press, like, pretends like they're just, like, a regular uh, publication group or whatever, but someone on Reddit, because and, and kind of that's what I thought. It's like, ah, so they, they publish Battlefield Earth, but they must publish other things, right? Um, They do, but, like, someone on Reddit did a little digging, so thank you to the Reddit user num 6 of one So num 6 of one uh, said that Galaxy Press apparently was spun off from Scientology's Bridge Press in the early 2000s, probably to be able to stealth Hubbard into places that would reject Scientology proper. All of the profits from Galaxy Press are funneled into Applied Scholastics International, or into Applied Scholastics International, which is once again a supposedly secular entity that pr promotes learning via Hubbard methodologies, i.e. Scientology. So basically, the blood drive <laughs> was sponsored by Scientology. And people walked away from it because of that. We were making fun of it. We're like, oh, Battlefield Earth, ha, 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 ha. And then we were like, wait, it's the book. And then we were like, oh, wait, no. And Travolta is a Scientologist. So mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Yeah, I've never seen that movie. Isn't there a Battlefield Earth movie yeah, that he bad. like? Yeah. It's real bad. It's terrible. It's like yeah. one star on any sort of. Or a half star. Is it bad reviews? movie night worthy? No. And that's only because they can't give it zero stars, probably. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to watch it for bad movie night. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to give any proceeds. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm movie. not giving him any of my money. I will I will find a way to find it for free. Well, um, it, it is well, it, it is odd in that. Like, so, you know, we've seen a lot of bad movies, all of us have, and you see them, you know, they're spending money on ridiculous effects and things like that. The thing about Battlefield Earth is they actually had a budget. They actually spent money. It It is uh, production or, you know, production design wise, it's beautiful. Oh, it, it is just, literally based on just, the book. It is just a terrible film. 
Okay. Oh, so actually... basically like Avatar The Last Airbender, where the production design is amazing. Yes. But the movie itself is terrible. Great comparison, yes. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> that has enough little to do now with Dragon Con. Well, yeah, but anyway, so, so that's okay. We always we listen. This tan this tangent was far shorter, hey, and and yeah. uh, Battlefield Earth and Avatar: The Last Airbender. Well, Avatar: The Last Airbender has a generally a pretty large presence at, at Dragon Con, yes, just not uh, not Battlefield Earth not typically. typically. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's all the cult talk that I have for tonight. But like, yeah. So I don't know. Like, I don't think Dragon Con maybe really knew what they were doing i don't know how much they need from a sponsor for the blood drive and or maybe this they they have they've sponsored this thing before and they've just never been so brave as to be like here's pallets and pallets of this nonsense scientology book we're gonna start talking about our personal experiences at dragon con this year like dragon con we're gonna start with dragon con cons to get those out of the way and then we're gonna go into our lovely dragon con pros but as part of that i'm gonna bring in my friend john who is an ice and FireCon attendee. That's how I met him. This was his first Dragon Con. So this is going to be the section where we talk about our Dragon Con cons and pros. Um, we don't have to go in any sort of specific order. We can discuss things as they come up. But, um, you know, it, and when I say we're talking about Dragon Con cons, you know, keep it agreeable. Like we all have our complaints every year, but like you can complain about something without being an asshole and Dragon Con, especially this year, tried really hard to be good and safe. John, since you're just joining us, um, mm -hmm. do you want to introduce yourself real quick? How did you end up going to Dragon Con this year? Do you have any social media for people to follow? And then we'll jump into things. Hi everyone. I'm John. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. I'm a math professor, uh, avid reader, long time lover of nerdy things. Um, yeah, I'm relatively new to the con scene. I've known a lot of friends who go to Dragon Con, but I've never gone before. Um, my intro to the con scene was Ice and Fire Con and Con of Thrones. So mostly on a smaller scale, this is much bigger. Um, and uh, as far as socials, I'm um, underscore number mantra on Twitter. If you want to see, I just talk Ice and Fire things with people. Um, but yeah, this was my first time. And to be honest, I think... Um, I got off pretty easy on my first time. You know, it was much, it was much smaller. Um, I was able to get around much easier. I didn't have to wait in any terrible lines, and the weather was great to be outside. Yeah, you got off really easy this year. Not just on like weather was actually really great. Not that dry. That's that. That's a big pro that I think just needs to go at the top of things because it's not anything Dryer and Con has anything to do with. But like every few years, we get a year where the weather is just really nice. Uh. This year, like in 2017, it was like straight up cold, if you ask me. But this year was like perfect. It was like at most mid-80s during the day and then also just like nice and cool at night. So, yeah, uh, we got lucky there. But, yes, John, I, <laughs> all four of us can speak from experience that, especially coming from smaller conventions like Con of Thrones, which is like, I think at the biggest it was like a few thousand people, and Ice and Fire Con, which is like a few hundred people, Um Dragon Con was, we don't know the official numbers yet, I don't think, but I would hazard a guess that it was less than 40,000 people. It was, I think it was smaller than 2012, which was my first year. It seemed less crowded. So it was wonderful. Yes, I loved yes. it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. I loved it. So yeah, you well, did You did get off easy. If you're planning on coming in future years, whew, just take a deep breath. Any difference. I already know. I, I know. Yeah, I, I I know people. I've known people that are just absolutely overwhelmed with the numbers. So if, if 
yeah, you came on a good year, <laughs> a very good year. Yeah, yeah, you're getting you're getting your foot like you're getting your your big toes like dipped in the water, and like then next year probably you're gonna get um, pushed in. And you're gonna be yeah. like, ooh, this is a lot more people uh, than I was maybe expecting. Maybe it won't be. Maybe it won't be back to full force in 2022. Yeah, I'm gonna just keep my fingers crossed on that one. Take okay. Yeah, I think years. I think on the closing ceremonies they said it was they're not gonna try and keep the amount that they had in 2019. They're gonna slowly build it up again. I hope. I'm hoping. Yeah, great. That would be nice. Um, okay, so uh, Dragon Con cons, um, like, and and again, like, we're just gonna keep this as kind as possible. Um, I had a few people say to me this week or over the weekend, and and this is a con for me, just because why, like, why are people who even have been to Dragon Con for years bringing this up? Do I really need a badge? Um, now, in, yes. It, it, well, yes, of course you do support DragonCon, but um, you know, in 2019, badge checks were like everywhere. They even had them randomly in the middle of like the Hyatt to Marriott Habitrail, which was the first goddamn it, Habitrail drink, uh, uh, which was the first time I'd ever encountered that specific situation where I had to pull my badge out as I was coming out of the Hyatt section into the Marriott section. Um, but like. This uh, this year, I can count on one hand the number of times mine got checked when using the sky bridges. There you go. Um, it was basically only when I was going into the hotels from the street. So I get why they would do that more because once you're in the hotels, you're and passing through the sky bridges, like the only place you can, like you can. But the thing is, like, I, I mean, I went to and from the Peachtree Center so many times, like, from the Hyatt to the Peachtree Center, and I don't think I ever once got my badge checked. Like, the, I saw people sitting there, but they were just sitting there, like, chatting with each other, like, the, the security guards or whatever they were. So, like, I don't know. What about you guys? Did anybody else experience, like, just almost no badge checks in the Sky Bridges? Because it was I experienced a fair amount, but I was also usually only out in the evenings. I couldn't get myself out pretty much earlier than 4 p.m. True. <laughs> I didn't I didn't wear that many costumes this year, so, you know, I just had it hanging around my neck. Cause, like, when I'm in a full suit, I, I hide the badge because people want to take pictures, and it's just easier to than flipping it around or whatever. But um, I definitely saw people looking for badges, but I wasn't challenged because it was just there, so I can't really say. Yeah. Uh, panels had badge checks. Like when we did the the improv one on. Oh yeah, Saturday, yeah, yeah. Of course they I think do. They check yeah. that. And then coming from food court through the peach tree, not part of con, into the riot, there was a badge check. We were mm -hmm. we got challenged pretty much every time we came home to the Hilton, um, through the Sky Bridge, and um, we pretty regularly not so much during the daytime hours and we were out like i this is the i've gotten the most sleep at dragon i ever have gotten at dragon this year same um so like i was up and around and out and about and um it was definitely more in the evenings um and definitely coming into the hotels from the outside we had two dinners out in the world and we went to the westin a couple of times um, oh, I didn't go to the West End or the Sheridan all this year. <laughs> I was in Sheridan only to get my badge. I wasn't in it otherwise. So I, it was not as much as 2019, though. 2019, I really felt, and I'm not annoyed at badge checks. I no, I'm not either. No, no, no. I, I, yeah, yeah, I was no, surprised I, in 2019 yeah. to get it checked in the middle. And, and it, it was a, it was frustrating because it had never happened before. And they were like yelling at me about it one time. And I was like, what the hell? Like, give me a second here. But yeah, no, not frustrated. I I just thought it was weird yeah. that this year of all years, when you'd think they'd want 
no like extra people around. I don't John, did you like, did you get your badge checked a lot? This is your first year. So like, you don't, you have no prior experience. Like, do you, did you, do you remember getting your badge? Like, like people calling for your badge or did you have it hanging out? Obviously maybe. Well, Dean has a good point about, um, I was in cosplay only in the evenings and that's when mm. I was using the sky bridges. And I feel like if you were in a costume of some kind, like they kind of just assumed, um, but yeah, I did get the badge checked, definitely going into the biggest panels, um, you know, with the biggest talent um, mm -hmm. before going in. Um, but otherwise, I think if they noticed the lanyard or if you had it clipped somewhere, occasionally they would say, please turn your badge around. Um, why? Mm -hmm. I don't know. But, you know. That happened to me in the Walk of Fame, or at least it happened to my mom. But I okay. already know. Yeah, well, my mom wanted to go to the Walk of Fame and find my sister, who was already out of the Walk of Fame at that point. But... <laughs> Um, I just feel like I, I realized that a couple of days ago that I didn't go into the Walk of Fame at all. And I was like, oh, sad. Like, I meant to. I just never got around to it. Um, now, I will say that, like, with uh, with the, the checking them to go into panels, I, of course, expect that. And I think people who are saying, like, well, do I really need a badge? There are people who they don't go to panels. I mean, they I don't stay, go to panels. They stay in one of the main hotels. Um, and they don't, they, like, they don't go to any of the, they don't really care about any of the official events. They just care about hanging out with their friends. So it's like, well, yeah, like if I, if I'm staying at the Marriott and I want to go to the Hyatt, I just borrow someone's Hyatt room key. And like, I have a Marriott room key and like, I can get back and forth. And it's like, I am not at all saying people should do this. Okay. I'm not, it is possible, but I'm not like, and also Dragon Con tickets aren't that expensive. Literally right now you can buy one for 85 bucks, but like, um, it, it, it was it was very odd to me to hear that from people both honestly pre-dragon con but then during and like right after you know people were like no there were hardly any badge checks i could have walked around like crazy without like worrying about it and i was like i don't I, I i thought there would be more this year but i think maybe it was like a staffing thing too you know mm -hmm. um I don't Volunteers know. Volunteers were very understaffed this year, like in and everywhere. That, so. And that's a little bit of a con to me, in that, like, yeah. and not that, not that I, I get the lack of staffing and everything, but that that there are people who that there are people who saw the way it was this year and were like, yeah, but do I actually need a badge? Because like this, like I could just go the two places I want to go, you know, this way and this way, and not need a badge. Not at all saying people should do that, and that's again, that's why it's a con for me. Um, um, well, you're talking about attendees. It's like they're the con, not the not the convention, though. Like, well, the, the attendees are the problem here, not Dragon. Con. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like when I say it's Dragon Con cons, this is not like necessarily con like cons that drag. Like honestly, I don't think I have any that are Dragon Con specific. Because like the next one, I was gonna say, this is again not Dragon's con Dragon Con's fault, but like. So previous years when it was way more crowded, I literally never had problems. Like I don't, I think the last time I had issues with internet service, which is like Facebook messaging, um, iMessage, you know, stuff like that was 2013. I really, like I, and I have Verizon. I really don't remember ever having a problem with internet service since then. Um, Cause maybe Verizon had extra towers after that or something. But like this year, um, like I was yeah was you it? sent I, me a message you yeah. sent me a message and I didn't get it until like nine hours later yeah I if I was in the Marriott I could not send or receive iMessages or 
Facebook messages. Um, I didn't use Discord at all because, like, I, my my friends, like, I've tried to use it with them in the past, and like, nobody ever like really wants to utilize it. So, at least in my my friend group, so like, um, I couldn't get. I don't know if it would have mattered because, like, when I was in the Marriott, I had zero internet service. Like, if I sent a actual like old school text message to my friends with who also have iPhones, they would go through. But that was it. Um, and, and phone calls were fine, but like Hyatt was not, it was like, it didn't work very well without internet. Um, and didn't always work better when I was hooked up to the internet either. Uh, and the Hilton, the Hilton was, it was like, Hyatt was probably the best. Hilton was like second in terms of being difficult. And Marriott was like just impossible. And it was so weird to me that this year when there were so fewer people was the year that there were these issues with like actually getting in contact with people via internet means not, you know, but who I like, honestly, I don't call anybody. I don't use like straight up text messages. Like I, mm -hmm. my, one of my friends, Ren, they have an iPhone as well. And I was like trying to like, I messaged them and it wasn't going through. I'm like, fuck this shit. And I'm like, just send it as a regular text message. But I kept forgetting to originally send it as a text message. So I'd have to like wait 20 minutes for it to not go through and then send it again. Um, and it was just really weird to me that this year of all years was the year I was having trouble getting in contact with people when there were like half as many people as there usually are or less. I don't know. Aaron, you said you didn't problems. really. Yeah, in the you Marriott. did too. Okay, okay. So I will say it's probably those um, the high fantasy track rooms that M level, like down there in the basement. In those rooms, I had no signal of any kind. Like I oh. just couldn't be had. I had to like come back up to the atrium level to like do anything. Well, high fantasy is lobby level. So theirs is actually ground level. So they should have mm. been okay. I didn't. Well, and I had totally fine like regular cell phone service there but i i honestly I, I don't think i went down to the m level once this year i did which is so weird <laughs> like so because weird. people were actually hanging out in costumes in the marriott level and the marquee mm -hmm. level so i did actually go in the yeah and i didn't have any problems sending things but i also have at&t and at&t has like a big tower downtown so i usually have really good service at dragon con and yeah i had to I... reset my phone a couple times but sorry Aaron. Um, oh, that's okay. But uh, well, I, overall, I didn't really have those problems. I, my my carrier is T-Mobile, so I don't know if that makes a difference. But what, what's your carrier, John? Um, Google Fi. Oh, weird. So we all have. So, so we have two T-Mobile, one AT and T, one Verizon, and one Google Fi. I don't even know what that is, honestly. But like, um, yeah, that's so weird. Like, I I guess like, and it's not a complaint. And in, in, in again, not Dragon Console at all. It was just so weird to me that like there are so many fewer people there this year, and I had bigger problems getting in touch with people than previous years. And and I think my my next comment is going to lead into uh, some of Aaron's cons: uh, the long ass restaurant experiences. Now, again, not the convention's fault, and also not entirely the restaurant's fault, considering understaffing uh high, high I, I what i heard was that who they were high when the people when the restaurants were fully staffed they were a lot of new people who didn't know how things went that they kind of like pulled in last minute which is kind of the the hotel's fault because like why are you hiring people like a week or two before the convention like you've known this is happening you should have at least brought them in and trained them but whatever um but like i don't think i sat down to eat once at a, at a sit down restaurant without it being a two to two and a half hour experience. Like just 
like at one point I was like, I'm not sitting down to eat anymore. I'm tired of this wasting my time. Um, 22 stories was the, was, was awful. Uh, high velocity was worse somehow. And 22 stories was really, that that was me that mentioned high velocity. That doesn't, well, I'll drink to it anyway, but it doesn't really count. (laughs) Are we one in the same? So whenever I mention high velocity, it I also it was any, oh, I didn't know it was, it was person specific mentions. I thought it was anybody. oh no, it's supposed to be person specific, but uh, you and I, I guess, are one in the same. <laughs> um, I don't know. Did, so I know obviously Dean did the sit down and eat thing, um, but like, did did you guys sit down and eat at all? And like, just have this like, and it's like, oh gosh, like I don't want. It's like hard to complain about it, but also I feel like it was just a, a, a level of unpreparedness. That they they really should have brought people in and trained them earlier than they did. We um, so we ate off site twice. Um, once Thursday night, one Friday night, and those were fine because they were out. Um, lunch at Twenty Two Stories, which is the the big open restaurant in the floor bottom floor of the Hyatt, Hyatt yeah. was um, one waitress for like the entire floor. Um, she was very friendly the day, what was it, Sunday, um, we ate there. Um, but it was very slow, very, very slow for pretzels and a couple of beers. Um, a bunch of us went to High Velocity for lunch, one of the, the lunches um, that we had and not in the food court. And that was a while, but it was also the day we were in our Plague Doctor outfits, who everyone was really happy to take the time to sit yeah. and not be in a getup and be able to be unmasked at a table with water and drinks. So we didn't really notice the weight on that one, though when I was like doing the math in my head, I'm like, oh no, we were there for like an hour and a half, two hours, but we didn't care at that point, but it was slow. Um, And we were getting like, they have a very limited menu. It was the smallest menu I'd ever seen at high velocity for a con. And they didn't even like nothing special. Like remember the melting dragon eggs or did my internet just shit? Oh, there no, was, they did yeah. they did yeah. they did have the Marriott carpet cake. They did have the Marriott carpet they cake. They had almost zero gluten-free things. And previous years they've yeah. had lots of gluten-free stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I just won't go there because I can't eat anything there. So mm-hmm. Yeah, the veg we had a veg we have a vegetarian in our in our group, my one of my friends' girlfriends, and she was like, Okay, I'll have a salad. Yeah, yeah that's we, literally the only option I had. We, uh, on Saturday, Saturday night, I think it was Saturday night. Uh, yeah, no, maybe, no, it was Friday night. It was Friday night. We went to Mellow Mushroom, which is like way far away. I mean, it's down at like the 12, it's like six blocks or something. I I don't know. I don't think it's that long, but it felt like that long. It wasn't a super long walk or anything, but it was like, it was far away. Uh, and also a little bit worrisome walking back later at night. Um, it wasn't even super late. It was like 8.30, but still. Uh, but yeah, we walked all the way down there thinking like, oh, it won't be that. And it wasn't crowded. It was not crowded. But literally for like just – we eat, like uh, my friend got a calzone and my like my other friend got and I got pizzas. And it took it, – we were there for two hours. And it was like I just – I that's don't – That's ridiculous for that mellow mushroom because they're usually like super fast. They they were – I mean, and, and they weren't even that crowded. Like we walked in and immediately got a table. Like there were empty tables the whole time where they were staffed. They had like – I mean we saw like six different waitresses wandering around just downstairs and like four people behind the bar. And it was like this shouldn't – and again, like I, like I don't – I'm not going to make any bitchy comments like online or anything like that. But it was like – it was just very much like – 
God, is this like the new normal? Like, I don't, I, because I'm used to like waiting a while and having expen- more expensive food and like longer waits at Dragon Con at these sit down places, but I'm not used to sitting down because usually they want you in and out. Mm-hmm. So sitting there and getting stuck at a table for two, two and a half hours is just weird to me. Um, I don't know, John, did you sit down and eat anywhere or did, were you just kind of. Well, so I'm normally the con hermit. So I like, I'll bring my protein bars, my almonds. Like I will eat during a panel. Like, um, you know, I'm here to like hit all the panels. So my friends have a tradition of like skipping the parade and going to brunch on Saturday morning. So I was like, okay, I'm down for this. But I was also hearing all the same things from other con goers that they were waiting a long time. I was like, mm-hmm. listen, like, let's, this is a, the, the sway at the Hyatt, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So they're like, they have a brunch buffet. They're like, all right. So like, let's go. But if there's like a long line, you know, we'll, you know, not go. And so we show up. It was sorry to be contrarian, but like there were a few people there. We were seated very quickly. And like it was a buffet, you know, it was like $25, but you know, fine. And, you know, that was my only sit down experience. And mm, honestly, lucky. I think I think it's because we went during the parade and that's when everyone else was out and about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, like after our after my Friday night mellow mushroom experience, I was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not sitting down to eat again. And I did not go to a sit down restaurant to eat again until Monday night because I was just like, nope, not doing it. Um, it just felt like a waste of time. Like I'm at con, I have other things to be enjoying. Uh, and I agree with you. Like normally I'm the person and I did bring a bunch of like snacks and stuff this year, but like my friends kept wanting to go sit down and eat. So I kept getting kind of like dragged into these situations where I also was like, okay, well everybody else is doing it. So peer pressure, I guess. We have that we ate out more than we planned. Normally, uh, we bring food down and we have, we do lunch in the rooms. One, because we're tired of people, because con is packed. Well, con was not packed this year. And two, we were we were justifying and substituting standing around on the pulse floor, drinking by going places to sit and eat and <laughs> eat together. Because you're not going to stand around and drink with a yeah. mask on. So yeah. like, that changed our con habit this year. Uh, I don't see it being a forever change, because things will eventually at some point uh get back to a, a normal that we all know um but that's where we found ourselves going to restaurants a little bit more this year well i i do um there's there's some traditional uh, places we go to we've been going to every year uh, particularly um uh the public's uh, draft house uh is a friday night uh dinner i always go to and, and that wasn't super crowded but we, we have a reserved area and we have you know people serving our group specifically. So that wasn't bad. Plus offsite made it easier. Mm-hmm. And then uh, usually we have a large group that, that goes to uh, De Beer Garden um, the first night of con, but uh, we just, I don't know, people, it just wasn't as big a group this year. And, you know, so, but we went anyway and it was fun and we got served well, uh, but in the con, yeah, really bad. So but like we didn't have the outside the con, we didn't have the experience you had at, at the Mellow Mushroom Terra, but inside, uh, high velocity. Oh God! Um, yep, Dean mentioned high velocity. That's definitely oh, a big ass okay. drink. <laughs> but actually, you know what was great? I gotta say, Peachtree going down into the Peachtree Mall and going yep. to those places. 
I had no issues at all. The the weights were very fast. Uh, yep. There was there were some lines, but like I went to Yami Yami, the sushi place, a couple of times, and mm-hmm. even though there was a line, it was not bad at all. Um, oh, I ate at Aviva like three times, and oh, it was yeah, yeah. Aviva is one of the few places I can eat at. So I very sure. good. Yeah, I hadn't been to that because uh, there was a different shawarma place I had gone to there before, and that place was closed unfortunately. Yeah. But I hadn't Cafe gone to Boho, Aviva. Uh, new owners. It's great. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's bright. Love it. So happy. Yeah, I don't. Um, I I can't remember the name of the guy who like owns Aviva. Like Camille, right Camille, thank you. He is so. And I, I mean, he's always been. But this year, he was like especially like friendly and grateful. And like we went there Wednesday, like late afternoon, and he was like passing out like free samples of like pasta fajoul and stuff because he was like, look at this new stuff I made. Isn't this great? And like a like a quinoa uh, dish, like side dish. I mean, like, and he's just. He loves the Dragon Con crowd. And I also heard that they were at the Hilton. I didn't go see them or eat there at the Hilton, but like it was cool that they had like that separate thing at the Hilton. Yeah, they, have the, they there, had a like, little pop up and the lobby like, level of the Hilton. I lost like four pounds at Dragon Con this year, which is like I don't usually gain weight at Dragon Con because I'm walking. Like, I mean, I work out at home like crazy, but like at Dragon Con, it's like I drink a bunch and I eat kind of crappy food but it's very sporadic so i don't usually gain weight but this year this year i like lost weight and i'm like i'm just gonna entirely give this to aviva honestly because i ate there like three times and other than mellow mushroom and like one at one meal at 22 stories and one meal at high velocity i like really didn't uh yeah (laughs) oh no aviva was great i was like that guy what did he give us like a third of a meal just standing in line waiting yeah, for what we wanted. Yeah. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, try this new soup. And it was great. Like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, really Camille good. was, was uh, when we couldn't go to Dragon Con 2020, a bunch of people sent him cards. We got the mailing address for the restaurant. They sent him cards. He had the cards posted at the restaurant. Um, oh, that's what that was. We that's yeah. So that was we. Uh, Hello, my friend. I love you. That's how he greets people when people come yeah. to the restaurant. And, and it's truly family. And he had some very difficult times uh, during the COVID times, um, losing family. And then he required vaccines for his restaurant. And he got a lot of flack from people in the city for that, that they could not go into his space without vaccination. Um, and uh, so it's, um, it was really important for him that Dragon happen and that he be there. And it was the first time they'd done a pop-up in one of the hotels. And I hope it did great business because it's great food and it's a wonderful mm-hmm. owner. He is kindness incarnate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're really good. Like, I, yeah, it's it's definitely like one of the fun like I need to go there at Dragon Con experiences. Um, and it was great that there weren't so many people this year for us because there was like never. I think the longest I waited in line there was like fifteen minutes. Um, yeah. They're pretty quick about things. So what, what what was what was great for me about that place though was that I I mean this is I've been going consecutively minus twenty twenty since two thousand seven. I've never been, I've never met him. I've never been to his restaurant. And now it's like, that's going to be a thing for me now. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's great. His food was great. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm amazed that I, I can fi- actually get something new at Tracking Con because I've been for so many <laughs> years, you know, like it's wonderful. Uh, John, as a first timer, and this is, I, since we're just talking about food, even though this would be a pro thing, did you have any like really good food experiences or was it just kind of like, ah, eh, you know, cause you said you, you kind of eat in your, you bring your own stuff and whatever. Well, how are those protein bars, first of all? <laughs> it's fine. They like they stave off hunger, I guess. Yeah, exactly. They give you the energy. It's convenient. Um, no, so it was really weird. So I 
um, I came down on Thursday and none of my roommates were able to like make it on Thursday. So I was just like on my own, like to the wolves. So I'm like in the lobby of the Marriott, like getting my keys. And I run into two other people from Knoxville. I was like, they're like, we're going to get our badges. Do you want to come with us? I was like, yes, please. I don't know where to go. Please chirp on me to where I need to get my badges. Um, so they showed me to the uh, America's Mart and like the food court and like where to go. So we went to that uh, Vietnamese place. And yeah, like lines were like five minutes and it was tasty. And, you know, we went there twice and I really liked it. Were these people you knew or were they absolute strangers? Um, no, these were like people I knew. So I'm oh, okay, literally okay. in the lobby of the Marriott amongst some 40,000 people. And I run into a couple that I know from my town. So it's just That's very so fortunate. No. Also, how dare you not message any of your Ice and Fire conferences if we wouldn't be like, yes, first time ever, come under our wings. <laughs> you know, um, Tara is very much the same way that I run into these people from my town. Like amongst 40,000 people, I still run into people that I know. Like I'm in line for a panel and I see Becca. Um, you know, I'm just like in the Marriott and I see, um, you know, the Gator Loki crowd, you know, Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw all of them. So, yeah. So, you know, it's a big con, but it still ran into a lot of people I know. It's very strange. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, at Dragon Con, it's one of those things where, like, if you're – especially, like, the Ice and Fire Con – Ice and Firecon crowd and stuff. Like, if you know, like, our the Ice and Firecon crowd, like, you know where they're going to be. It's the same way with like Dean and Aaron's like BSG crowd. It's like you know where they're going to be. Um, like, they, we're all kind of we all kind of end up in the same places um, at at Dragon Con. So, like, even if you've never been there before, if you're hanging out there, that's where you're going to find us. And where you found us this year is where you're going to find us next year too. <laughs> um, all right. So, so speaking of food, before we move on to like. Okay, well, I guess people might have other cons. We, we, uh, so Aaron, you said con pizza sucks. So they did right. away with the the Papa John's contract. And oh the, darn! Oh darn! Uh, well, the last couple of years were terrible. Like in yeah. 2016, 2017, they were okay. 2018, 2019, it tasted like cardboard. And I really shouldn't be having pizza, pizza, but you know, at midnight when they have the Papa John stall, that's literally all my brain is like. Mm -hmm. Pizza! My intestines will hate me later, but pizza! And it's like, um, the Papa John's changed, so in 2019, they changed to the cardboard and ketchup pizzas, mm, which were terrible. terrible. Gone are the days of the quarter pizza slices. And then this year, whatever they had, like, it wasn't... It's just like, bring back the regular old pizza, please. It's what people want, and... You know, it just so the new con pizza, whatever they're doing, sucks. It just sucks. also, I will say, don't ever go to the pizza place that's in the Peachtree Center. No, it's terrible. It's disgusting. It's absolutely like I went there once. I think I think it might have been 2018, but it could have been 2017. Um, and I bought one slice of pizza, and it like it was like doughy, like not even cooked. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever, and it wasn't even busy, but it was like the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. So I'm always like, don't ever go there. The one in the secret food court is okay. Yeah, but they're not open like half the time. They I was were, also really depressed. Well, were they open? They weren't open Saturday morning. At least like everything I saw, because I tried to order Dunkin' at like 10 a.m. And oh. it was like, nope, it's closed. And I was like, no. Uh, but I didn't go there. I was ordering through the app. So maybe that was my fault. But also I'm too lazy to like go wait in a line somewhere. Um, 
<laughs> so uh, one of the cons, we, we touched on this earlier, um, and I don't want to get too deep into it because we already talked about it, but, and and I, I want to hear John's perspective on this be, as a new person, but like also, so the FedEx John Cole, like they didn't bring back the standee, which honestly was a huge faux pas on the part of FedEx, uh, if you ask me. But for days, I, I don't think it was until like Saturday, maybe for days, it was just like, and it, it was in the wrong sky bridge. Ha ha. Mm -hmm. I said the right word. It was in the wrong sky bridge. It was in the Hyatt Marriott sky bridge where there was literally just a pile of fucking trash. Mm -hmm. And, and I know that there were some legit things in there, you know, like, like there were stickers, there were lays, there was like a FedEx box, et cetera. But first of all, wrong place. Second of all, trash, like people leaving like wrappers and like half empty drinks and shit. And it was gross, right? Like John, like as a first, and Aaron, I'll, we'll get to your comments on this. I know you and I feel the same way, but John, like as a first timer seeing this, like, and maybe I don't know how much you knew about the pre, like about 2019 FedEx John stuff, but like walking by that in that sky, in that sky bridge, like, how did you feel about this pile of trash? Cause like, I know what FedEx John is and I was pissed about it. <laughs> so I was aware of it, like from last year, from like, you know, reddit and twitter like it was like a thing and like all right so it it seems like they had the opportunity to like capitalize on it like they should i don't know like you know put the cardboard like maybe put a qr code on it like donate to x or like you know something like anything like that um but no there was no structured thing in place so instead it was like all right let's leave i don't know like half a can of soda to this guy or like a you know a led candle so yeah yeah, yeah the led candles and stuff is like those like, there were some nice things that were there but it was 90 percent trash agree mm -hmm. and and i i mean i, I aaron you, you can talk about it because you you were the one that like put this in your cons thing like in the wrong spot and it was it's like the people that made it was um a stone, like a stick and then it had the FedEx star on top and that I thought was good I was like okay yeah. if we don't have John bless it be must be 18 um, <laughs> this is a good approximation though it's in the wrong spot um, now did Thursday there was some stuff in the original spot but again it was little stuff and, and nothing like specific and how it ended up over by between the Marriott and the Hyatt I don't know uh, and then it was just trash and people were stopping and it was like again like i don't want to tell people not to have fun and you're doing it wrong you're doing it wrong in this case this is not telling people not to have fun yeah. this is telling people not to leave trash <laughs> yeah. where where employees have to pick it up cuz there were times where like listen if i had had gloves on me or something i probably would have picked it up but i ain't touching other people's trash like really ever but especially right now um like 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 the like things that people have been drinking out of and stuff like empty food wrappers whatever like I'm not touching that shit right now so like at least not without like you know plastic gloves or something and and the thing is like people kept employees kept having to clean it up and people were in the cult groups like oh they cleaned up the the memorial again and it's like yeah assholes because you keep trash. leaving a bunch of trash because P.S. the second people put two standees there and listen, they weren't like one was a FedEx, like NASCAR driver yeah, <laughs> that weirdly right. actually sort of looked like FedEx John. 
Like yes. he did sort yeah. of he, he was like a like a like a brown haired like 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 just nondescript white guy. Like so but, but somebody but somebody had labeled him a false idol, so that was funny too. Yeah, that was <laughs> funny, yeah. Uh but and there was like a football player one. And it's like, listen though, like the, as soon as they started leaving those, that was fine. Well, well, here's what's sad too, though, because somebody in the FedEx group they made an effort to to try to, you know, like solve the trash problem. They they put some cardboard boxes in there and some signs that said, "Don't leave trash. This is our shrine." Blah 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 blah. Right? They they made an effort. They tried to make it look nice, and the the hotel employees ended up throwing those away too because they were just they were over it. They were done yeah, because yeah. it had just been a pile of trash the whole weekend, and they were like, "We're not letting anything be here anymore." And that sucks because I mean somebody did something. I mean, as nice as they could, given what they had, you know, I mean, what's available at con, right? Mm -hmm. But, um, it, but it, it also sucks that they even had to, they tried to do that. Like, why did it start off as a pile of trash? Because like you mentioned the, the LED candles, like things that would be appropriate for a shrine, as silly as this is, mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, people put effort, it, like Volpen put effort into the Marriott carpet thing and it became a big deal. You guys are just leaving trash. Like if it's going to last, if it's going to mean anything like the Marriott, like the carpet has or trash or whatever, you've got to make it, it it's got to be, I don't know, I'm going to say classy because nothing we really do there is classy, right? But you know what I mean? Like, classy for dragon. Um, yeah, but it shouldn't be, it just shouldn't be garbage. You know, like even we have a thing called trashy, but at least the trash is in the trash can, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and again, like that's, that's, that's my big issue there is like, a pile of trash and because here's the thing again somebody has to clean that up and of course somebody probably surely had to clean up the uh you know the memorial that was eventually created that had like the cowboy or uh, uh, cowboy god <laughs> the football i'm just conflating like cowboys and football now i think it was like i think i think it's like i'm, I'm like i'm like conflating like cowboys and nascar and football all into one thing but like the 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 football player standee and the nascar fedex driver standee and like there was like the ever given ship thing that was around it like somebody had to clean that up but at that point all they had to do was fold up some cardboard and it's whatever like it still probably sucks for the people that have to clean it up but they left it there for days because it wasn't like it wasn't gross you know it was sanitary let's start yeah. with that yeah 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 and and so like i don't know like i it i agree with aaron like we mentioned this a little bit earlier but like it really like soured like the fedex john thing for me that it was just trash for a while but like i'm hoping that people learn their lesson <laughs> right because so, we'll see Oh, sorry. What were we gonna say? Uh, looks like someone drew. So I said it was a little stick with the FedEx behind it. Someone actually drew John's face. It was, you know, two and a half, three feet tall. Uh, mm -hmm. Drew John on it and put it there uh, where he was. In the Red Bull and some candy and uh, some pop tarts. Okay. Uh, and some signs. So that's what started. That's what I saw first whenever we came in on Thursday. Um, and then it grew to what it was uh, on the other. Uh, Skywalk. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just... Uh, go ahead, Dean. Sorry. No, oh, go ahead. Say, well, it, it's, it's just a shame because, like, I, you know, I came with my FedEx shirt and some other accoutrement, and uh, we had a lot of fun running around mm -hmm. being FedEx idiots. It was a good time. And uh, it sucks that somebody spoiled that a little bit for people. Yeah, and I'm hoping that in future it doesn't become a pile of trash. Um, so I, I guess, like, 
anybody else? I, well, and actually, let's go to John first because again, newbie. What what did you have con, like cons like like anti not anti? I don't want to say anti dragon con. Do you have like cons about this year? Um, like about or about your first experience with Dragon Con? Personally, no. Like complaint wise, like no, I had no issues. I will say what I heard from the most was that, um, you know that people who are physically disabled had difficulty getting their badges for hours at a time. And I heard this everywhere, like, you know, just chatting with people in panels before they started, like they said, people were having problems getting their badges like four hours um, to get it. And, you know, this didn't impact me, but still like this is a problem. You know, there's a lot of people coming to this con and, you know, to have to, go through that is difficult yeah um i don't know uh, jesse do you have any cons about this year um well this is not about the con itself but mostly the um oh there's a cat, cat. cat animal related interruption and it is a whole on cat butthole okay <laughs> For those We're of you listening, her only fans. Sorry to interrupt Jesse, but for those of you to inter- for those of you listening to this as a podcast, there's a whole cat butthole on Dean's camera right now, yeah. which is also very weird. No, that is not marmalade, Jesse. That's that is Appa. Appa. Okay, that is Appa. Yep, yep, cat ass. Appa is rather antisocial, so that was actually. Uh... I'm going to allow that. You should not cut that one out. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to cut it. Well, first of all, there was no barking, so I'm not going to cut it out. <laughs> the people <laughs> listening to this as a quiet. podcast can't see Appa's asshole. So. <laughs> uh, okay, so sorry. Into the, yeah. Sorry, go on, Jesse. Uh, uh, any cons? A con about the con itself or like the running of yeah, it? Yeah, of course not. But no, like, same. I mean, I was one of the people, but like I noticed a lot of people did not bring like the really really good cosplays this year like i yeah. i was kind of mad on a lot of the cosplays i was i was kind of hoping to see more i i did not get very many photos because i wasn't impressed by a lot of the costumes i was like oh okay that's something i could make in like a day uh, I saw you- some really great costumes but yeah i mean me i mean me personally were, i i few, didn't bring but, like, I didn't bring shit, and honestly, there was one I brought that is actually like a decent. It's not a specific cosplay, but it's like a really nice like like outfit, and it actually was themed to this year because it was Edwardian, and I was like gonna wear the mask and be like, "Oh, it's Edwardian Spanish," mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I I woke up too late on Sunday, and I was like, I just don't feel like putting on a gown right now or doing my hair or makeup. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree. It was it was a it was a little bit sad. And like it was, it was very much like, um, yeah, it was just sad. Well, not, not, not in a bad way. Not dragon guns. All I mean, it is what it is because we all knew yeah. we were gonna have to wear masks. And that's the thing. It, like, and I, I appreciate the people that put effort into like decorating their masks. Yes, yeah, appropriate for their outfits, and that was great. That was great. But just for me, like, I work in a hospital. I have to wear a mask all day, even outdoors. And in, in mm-hmm. uh, like part of a coming into con i was not enthusiastic about going at all because i just i don't want to wear a mask on vacation i mean I, you know we, yeah i understand the need i'm not i'm not poo-pooing you know any of the restrictions or anything i'm just saying it but as far as enthusiasm coming into con it wasn't huge and that was one of my reasons um so there was a lot of 
like I, I I just finished a new video game. I you know I do, Tara and I do Red Dead. Um, I finished this other video game, Days Gone. It's a zombie apocalypse thing, but the guy's got a great outfit and uh, and he was I, at Dragon Con this year. He was at Dragon Con. Like I could I could have done the suit, but I was like, I don't want to put all this time and money and effort because I I mean I I go all out when I do my suits, you know, and uh, you know I weather them, I you know everything, and I was like, I'm not gonna do that and then wear a mask because it just that just that killed my enthusiasm for trying to create anything new. And I'm sure a lot of people had that experience where they just were like, I don't want to de- de- like debut my brand new amazing thing. That I've spent to- hundreds of dollars. Like even when you're making your own stuff, you spend a lot of money on it. Like I've actually spent more money making my own cosplays than I have on a lot of the ones that I've like purchased piece by piece. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Well, that said though, I had, <laughs> we did this, uh, one of our friends came up. They wanted to do WandaVision Halloween, and so we we had a Wanda, we had a Quicksilver, and uh, I ended up with this crappy Iron Man costume that was like a Party City, like just garbage, you know. But that was that was within theme. And I had so much fun in that. I also had this one great moment where I walked by this guy in this clearly expensive Doctor Strange costume, and he was just giving me the evil eye, like you know, you slacker. And I was like. I so enjoyed that moment because normally I'm the last of the, like, I'm not slack at all on my suit. So like, that was really funny for me, but yeah, I but I really could, you know, pleased. had a mask on. So, you know, um, I was pleased with everything we saw masks aside, like people did costume. Everyone's like, Oh, I don't feel like costuming. A lot of us didn't feel like costuming. I reprised, I had one that I've been tweaking to, to my Baroness to get it where I want it to be, but I reprised punk rock sailor moon. And I had, um a couple little things that i'd put together as like casual cosplays um but seeing you know people out in their dr stranges and their wonder woman and you know a lot of the just so much uh, i still thought it was really good even with masks and like i was not disappointed in the costumes that i saw uh for an off year for a quiet year for a year where we've all like people got out of it what they needed, I think. Like, if you just wanted to go and be around people and wear what, you know, you had or what you wanted to, if you wanted to go freaking costume, then people did. And that yeah. was amazing. Well, we did, like, Tara and I went to the Red Dead photo shoot in costume, and, and we, I think we got maybe our best photo together in those characters. So would you agree, Tara, the one I have on my, my Facebook oh, cover photo right now? amazing. Yeah, yeah. And it was just, um, you know, it's, it's a photographer, it's chance, but man, I love that shot. It's beautiful. Well, but also I think it was because there were fewer people, which is also like a, you know, there were like six people at the Red Dead oh, photo true. shoot this year versus like 40 <laughs> at the previous one, which is like 40 is a small photo shoot for Dragon Con, honestly. But like, yeah. especially especially when DragonCon 2019 was the first DragonCon after Red Dead 2 came out, and there were about 40 of us there. But like, uh, despite how big the game is, you know, but like, small, yeah, yeah. It, it, it. But now it's been it's been almost three years since the game came out, and uh, and also of course your attendees, whatever. But yeah, like I, I mean, a big part of that was like the only big photo shoots I saw like pictures of, there was a lot of people at the Loki one, I think mm. on the game of Thrones. I didn't even shoot. know there was a, the, yeah, the game of Thrones shoot had like nobody. There were like 15 people. Like did you, did you more? Uh, I didn't John, end did, up going, but did, John, did you go to the game of Thrones? Cause it, John, John has like 800 pictures. Like I, I've seen his pictures on <laughs> Facebook. So he has like all these game of Thrones 
you know, pictures, but <laughs> so unfortunately the Game of Thrones photo shoot was at the same time as the Expanse one, which I was oh. in. So I I really wanted to go to the Game of Thrones, but I didn't like have a good cosplay this year. So I went to the Expanse one and you know there were less than 20 people. Um a lot of really good costumes for the Expanse. You know, I just did like you know temporary tattoos, you know, belter. Mm -hmm. Um you know, but it was good. We got some good pictures outdoors. There were maybe less than 20 people. Um, you know, we did mix groups, like different, you know, factions like Martian, Earther, and so forth. But yeah, uh, it, it went well. So we were all outside and, you know, we had masks on most of the time. And, you know, the photographer was like, you know, do you want to do one mask off? You know, we're outside, but, you know, to your comfort, you know, keep it on if you want to. And, you know, that that went really well, I think. So I didn't go to any of the bigger group um, photo shoots, but I'm, I'm curious to see how those went. Yeah, I didn't either. The only photo shoot I went to was the Red Dead one. Also, I, I actually I actually have like an Expanse uh, costume. I, I did Anna Volovodov. Volovodov? Am I pronouncing it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anna Volodov. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, a mis- I'm like misremembering her name maybe, but like it's, I think it's Anna Volovodov. And I did it in 2019. But like the costume, like it never fit me well. Like um, a friend helped me with it, but like we had very limited time to like fit it properly because I had never done a full on like jumpsuit before. So uh, I had a friend, like I bought the fabric and like we like worked together on it a little bit, but she was like super late and like making it. And I'm not blaming this on her, you know, at all, at all. Uh, but like, uh, it was one of those like weird things where I like, I put it on and I was like, this is like riding up my crotch. <laughs> it's like, it's like not comfortable. And also I'm not sure it looks good. Cause I'm pretty sure I have like a camel toe 90% of the time. So I wore it for like a couple hours on Saturday, uh, at Dragon Con, uh, 2019 and I've not worn it since. And I'm not really sure it can be fixed because of the way it fits, um, like it would, ha- I think it would have to just be like. Jokes are usually time. made for short torsos. So, yeah. Well, no, <laughs> but that's the thing. I, I actually have a very, that's, that's my problem. I have a very short torso and very long legs. So it, that's why things always ride up my crotch because like, it's like they, they, they make it for like a normally like proportioned person. And even my friend who measured me, like didn't think to measure me from like shoulders to crotch, which is again, not her fault. She was so helpful with this because like, I was like, I don't know how to, she wanted me to do an expanse one. I wanted to do an expanse one, but I was like, uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so like, I don't know, maybe someday I'll remake that, but like, I don't, I think it'll depend on whether or not she like Anna ever shows up in like future expanse shows. Like, because like, I love the show so much, but like, I feel like she's the only character I can do because so many characters in that show are not, the female characters are not uh, white and, you know, I'm not going to go that route. So, um, okay. So that said, uh, any more like cons before we get into the pros? Cause I have some really great pros. So the one con I have those stupid clear masks that a lot of cosplayers were using. Oh. They're ineffective. I don't know why people were using them. I, I okay. did not yeah. like them. What, like shields? Or what do you mean? Yeah, no, they like, were they like, were for like... a lot of face characters, for like people who like really did their makeup to like look like a certain character, they wore the, I, I don't even know what to call it. It's like a plastic cover, but it doesn't form a seal like, around like, their face. Like that. Yes. They were, they were not, I, I did not like those. 
And I did my makeup under my mask. I didn't care because I was like, whatever. If I'm if oh, I'm outside or hanging I, out I have makeup, never I'm- like redone my makeup so many fucking times at a convention as I did at this con. Um, I never saw anybody wearing those. I saw people in the dealer hall, like like actual vendors, like wearing like the shields and no mask under that. And I was like, how are they getting away with this? Because that's not. Like I, after after I saw that, I like wrote up this thing for Ice and Firecon next year, where it's like, at this moment, we're gonna say we're gonna require masks in public areas if you're not vaccinated. And P.S. That means no bandanas and no neck gaiters. And I probably should say no face shields now. That I'm thinking of because like wow, yeah. like I I really was like. I'm hoping eventually somebody came around and told these people you need to wear a mask because a face shield literally does nothing. Yep. Why well, I, I didn't read any of the rules was was were face shields addressed in the actual rules? I think they were. Yeah, well, they I think to be like CDC recommend style masks, like mm-hmm. like two or three uh, layers of cotton or KN95s and 95s, just something that you know, like yeah. this, <laughs> like covers. Yeah. Because the face shield just, yeah, the, I, I, there might have been like a no face shield. I think there was a no, own, like a you can't just wear a bandana thing. So I feel like face shields were probably mentioned too. But yeah, that was, it was really like, it was rare. It was rare. And, and actually that really goes into like my pros for the con was that generally, honestly, way better than I expected with the mask wearage. Big like, pro. Definitely. Agree. Yeah. Yes. Everywhere masks, even outside in lines. Yeah. People were great. Yeah. Big See, pro. I didn't wait in any outside lines. So that's interesting that like, that's good to know. Um, So people, even when they were waiting outside, they were wearing masks then. Most people were pretty good in the badge line. Mm-hmm. That's the only outside line I was in. So <laughs> that's good to know because like, I, I really was like, I never, I didn't, there, I pick up my badge elsewhere. You're an and attending I... professional. It's okay. Drink, yeah. drink. It's okay. No, Jesse said, it. No, yeah, it's okay. I'll drink. I'll drink. You were hinting it. You were hinting it. Fancy line. I wasn't trying to hint it. I was just so trying I, to we not. Like, I mean, this is how this is how fancy she is. I went with her to get her badge, and Gil Gerard was getting his badge next to us. Fuck Rogers, young ones. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I I knew I'm. I'm I'm with it. Remember, I'm 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 hip on the old timey things. Yeah, right? I'm I'm a lesser dinosaur. I'm like one of the later dinosaurs. You're one of the earlier uh, dinosaurs. It's fine. Elder I'm a middle. I'm a middle grade dinosaur. <laughs> Aaron and I are are you know, we, like oh. I guess is is it like Triceratops are the last ones or are they the earliest? I don't remember. But like like we're the later dinosaurs. <laughs> it's like it's like um, okay. So wait wait wait. Uh, so it was like, it's Cretaceous, tri- Triassic was first, Jurassic was second, Cretaceous was third. So Dean is Triassic. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> we need a... Uh, Aaron, I don't know, Aaron, are you older than me? I can't Aaron, remember. Aaron's older than me. Okay, okay, so Dean is Triassic. Aaron, uh, John, I don't know, can we ask you how old you are? are you I'm 37, put me in whatever... Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, I need to so, be in. So, 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 Maybe so Dean, Dean is like Dean is Triassic. The rest of us are Jurassic. But like, if Nami was here, Nami would be Cretaceous. Yes, she would be Cretaceous. <laughs> I'm probably. What? Are you kidding? Yeah. She, she, she's like now. 
What, what is this but age? That's what I'm saying. That's like, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's still a millennial. So she's no, she's like 27 almost. It's fine. She's that's still, still a, millennial, a millennial. So she's, yeah. she's still a dinosaur. Just like I, very late dinosaur. Well, but she, she, she enjoys playing up the I'm the youngest person in the room thing, even though she's probably not always the youngest person in the room anymore, right? But she uh, does little baby voices. She's in the 90s, so, <laughs> so she is a child, just... But she was born early enough to be. I don't think I don't think Nami's ever gonna join us because she got like held up. But like I'm totally gonna like message her and be like, yeah, we're talking shit about you. Um, not in a bad way. Not a bad. We're just talking Um, about how baby you are, and she'd be like, oh, I am baby. I love being baby. I am baby. There it is. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Hi, I'm Nami. I'm baby. Good impression, actually. But for real, uh, <laughs> I, I was I was really impressed with the mask wearage. Like I I, yeah. I saw a couple people in the dealer hall that just had the face shield on. To be honest, I never saw the plastic things that you guys saw. Oh, I saw them a lot. I saw them I saw a lot them when a lot. anybody was wearing like a decent costume. They had like the things, and I'm just like. I have a decent costume and I'm wearing a stupid mask that is two layers of cotton. You can do that. Mm-hmm. There were my costume. Come on. There, the, there were some nights like uh, Wednesday and Thursday night for sure in Pulse. There were a lot of people not wearing masks, but I will give them this. They were all actively drinking like constantly. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about just holding a drink in their hand. I'm, I'm talking like, you know, holding a drink and like every couple seconds taking a drink. And it's like, I, I mean, there's no way to like police that. There's no way, you, you know, even Saturday night, I had gotten to a point where I was, or well, actually, thir- uh, Wednesday and Thursday nights, I was like less, I think I was like a little more drunk. So I was like less like worried about wearing my mask like the whole time I was in the polls and, and I was like taking it off and like drinking, con- like drinking like almost constantly, but I probably could have kept putting it back on. Saturday night, I had gotten to a point where I was like, uh, I've been around a lot of people this weekend. I'm going to like pull my mask back over my face anytime I'm not like taking a sip, but I also wasn't wearing an actual costume. And I think that kind of helped it. Like I felt less like I'm not ruining my costume by like wearing this shitty mask. Cause like I, I, I had matching masks most of the weekend, but at the same time, like it, they weren't the crazy, like awesome matching masks that a lot of people have. But I, I, I mean, I really think that I w- I was I went into the weekend expecting that there would just be a lot of assholes and I very rarely saw people just standing around or walking around without masks on. Well, I I uh given that I do have to wear one every day at work, um I'm very used to it. I, as much as I complain about it, I I'm very used to it. So, it wasn't hard for me to do. But that said, like there also was those times when we were around people that we trust, that we know are vaccinated. And, you know, in those moments, you know, it's not, it's not difficult to take the mask off. I, I don't feel uncomfortable because I, I know that they're safe. I know that I can trust them. And, mm-hmm. Or you back when you're back in your room and you have a few friends over, that wasn't a big deal then. But out, I was impressed out. by the event parties. So did anyone go to any of the like big parties in the evening? So I, I didn't feel the, comfortable, but you know, you know, I usually I, do. I, I usually hesitant. do you ball, but this year I just I didn't. It once they moved it to the Marriott, it just got clogged, and I just wasn't interested. Like your fears are valid, so I was like, I, I don't know how this is going to be. So I went to I went to the ten forward party. They limited. The number of people who could go in 
So you go in, it's not a giant mob of people. Like everyone's kind of dancing like in their pods, I would say. So you could like take off your mask and like have a drink, like with your people and like be okay. So I was like, all right, like good on them. And then I went to the Doctor Who party, which was also similar. Like they limited the number of people who could go in. So like people are like, you know, dancing with their masks on. And if you wanted to take a drink, you could like go off to the side. I thought those were well done. Now, you mentioned the Yule Ball. So we went over there, but there was a huge line to get in. I was like, mm, no, I, I didn't feel comfortable there. So we just noped out of there. Um, but from what I saw, I appreciated like how they handled it and how the con goers did it. Yeah, I didn't hear about any drama from people not wearing masks. You know, like, I, I mean, and I, okay. So, I expected so, to, and I didn't either. Agree. So I was on, I was on four panels this year, which is so nothing for me, honestly. I was supposed to be on five and I was on four, which is. You were supposed nothing. to be on 8,000. You were only on 4,000. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to be on five. I was only on four. And I like the high fantasy track. We were supposed to all be wearing masks. Um, there was one panel where one of the one of the people didn't wear a mask. Um, it was it was me and two older white men, um, and one of them didn't wear a mask the whole time. And I was just like, "This is the only panel I've been on at this convention that had anybody who was like, I'm not wearing a mask the whole time.'" But. Uh, yeah, it, it was, it was like the people in the audience, they kept their, like, um, like I literally, like I could look out and I could see somebody remove their mask, take a sip of a drink and immediately put it back on. There was nothing, like nobody was trying to sneak into not wearing a mask, uh, which was great. So um, props to Dragon Con and props to all of the attendees who, you know, and, and I'm sure, of course, there were some people who, I'm pretty sure like the few people I saw that weren't wearing masks at all walking around. And when I say few, I'm talking like five total, like just traipsing through the hotels, no badge, just in there. Like I saw some guys wearing these weird, like they were like cowboy boots, but like also uh, like, like uh, water boots. What do you call those? Like galoshes. They were like cowboy galoshes. And I was like, they're I not wearing masks. But I mean, I, they're not I, wearing masks. And I was like, mm, you're here for the football game, aren't you? Probably. <laughs> so I hate to be that person because like I have, I've never had a problem with football people at Dragon Con. I know people complain about it. I've never had a problem. I have friends who go to Dragon Con who are big football fans. I like football, not college football. I could give two shits about that. But like uh, Alabama was in the game, I think, in Atlanta this year. And that was like the biggest issue. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, it was, it was about it, this. So as a newbie, so I went to work Tuesday. So I was chatting with a coworker who also was there and she was like, yeah, it's also a big football weekend. I was like, I, I didn't get that. So, um, explain like I'm five. Um, so apparently like what is the football impact on Dragon Con? Um, I think it was a little bit bigger of an impact a couple years ago when uh, a lot of the hotels would, would like the 
the football fans would find out the codes and join, but now that yeah. they are they are literally unable to because like the con hotels sell out so quickly now that they go now over towards the Omni, which is way closer to the stadium. And uh, sometimes they'll come in and walk over from their hotel and be obnoxious. But if it's like if it's like one of like Alabama or Georgia or one of the if it's like Tennessee, Alabama, Florida, any of those states, like they're just like, okay, whatever. We're used to going and just we'll drive home after this. So, you know, some of them do stay and come and party, but most of the time I, I don't experience too much of it like the past couple of years. Yeah, it's it's called the Thanks. I think it's called the Chick-fil-A kickoff. Um Yeah, it's a Chick-fil-A kickoff game. So in in 2019, it was Auburn. And actually our so, so well, not at the time, but like my, this year, our neighbors, Rachel and Josh, who are some of my closest friends, uh, they, and when I say neighbors, they have the room next to us at the Hyatt. Um, they are from, like they went to Auburn and so they're big Auburn fans. And I also, one of my coworkers is from Auburn. And so she was, and she lives in Atlanta. So she was like at Dragon Con. But also they're watching the football game. So like I have a lot of friends who, uh, you know, go there and watch the football game too. And then I also have, I've, I mean, I've had like long ass conversations with football people at the bars and it's, I honestly think it depends on which teams are playing. I've never had a bad experience directly with the football people. I know other people claim they have. I'm not going to say that those claims are invalid. I think that sometimes people say that, oh, it must be the football people when it's not necessarily. Oh, no. Nerds can be jerks too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. exactly. And um, I, But I think this year it was like, again, like I said, Alabama was one of the teams playing and they do their fans do not have the best reputation. And again, I'm not saying anything shitty about all Alabama fans, but – there was a good handful of people that I saw traipsing around not wearing masks. And I was like, yeah, these are like the, the wearing Bama shirts and stuff. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And LSU has been bad before. Like the couple mm -hmm. times they've come, they've, they've been not great. Yeah. My worst con experience wasn't football players. It was either geeks or kids of geeks. And I say kids cause they were in their late teens, early twenties. Yeah. They, yeah. Were, they yeah. were making fun of people, which was, totally uncool um, um yeah but yeah so so i mean <laughs> now that we've like bitched about football players a little bit like what, i mean what, it's, it's, it's a dragon con if we don't complain about the football fans at least once right <laughs> yeah yeah even uh, if it's not them should we give john a little bit of background about this because this is this is outside he, has, he hasn't had to experience the worst of the football years Go on. I mean, what was the <laughs> well, worst okay. of the football years? I don't want to get into this too much. We started coming to Con in 2008 because that's when the Chick-fil-A kickoff started. And that was my third year of Con. And so we've been interacting with them for a hot minute. They were they were getting they were getting a room block there while Con was going on too. Mm. And yeah. so there, there was major interaction between the two groups. And and it's like we were cool, but the football players, they don't they don't understand cons. They don't understand, and I'm, I'm well, please be very clear. I'm not making any excuses for anybody's bad behavior, but they also don't understand sexy costumes and things like that, right? And these are belligerent dicks that are drunk, there for a football game, and there's, you know, 
you, you, I think you get what I'm saying. Like the, there was some really bad behavior going on, and and at some point they finally wised up. And I'm not sure how, but they separated us out. Uh, the f- f- football players aren't mixed in with us as much anymore. I don't think they have a room block at the no, main hotels don't. anymore. The Dragon Con, like I don't want to say owns, but like when it comes to convention, like Dragon Con has all of those rooms at the main hotels. That's not to say that people who are there for the football game can't get into it because listen, you don't have to have a pass to get a room. Well, right. uh, I, when I, you're yeah, booking, I but I have a friend that paid full price for the weekend because he uh, came. He decided to come to the con very late, so he didn't have a block room at all. Yeah, but he still only paid like three hundred bucks for like a forty fourth yeah, level Marriott room. It was like, outrageous. Yeah, it surprised me. Well, but that was this year, though. That was this year. It, I think it's. I think it's different in other years. But anyway, okay. So moving on. Um, other than good mask wearage, uh, I think we all have. Like, well, I mean, John, like, like you said earlier, like, oh, like it was a big convention, but I didn't feel overwhelmed. Um, holy crap. Like this is the first year since like maybe 2014 that I felt comfortable out and about like, like where I wasn't just constantly pressed in and crowded and feeling like I needed to like leave and go back to my room and hide for like a couple hours because there were too many people. Um, I don't know exactly how many people attended in 2019. I don't think DragonCon will ever actually admit it, but I would not be shocked if it was like 90,000 or more. Um, and I think this year it was 40,000 or less, maybe a little bit less. Um, and I, I again, I'm 42. And okay, so it was 42. There may have been some people that didn't pick up their badges. That's that. That's whatever. what I'm thinking. Like, I think that they were saying they sold, like, they probably sold sold 40 to 45,000 passes, but so many of those people who had passes for this year didn't, who had rolled over from last year, didn't attend. Uh, It was amazing. Like, I don't, like, I I mean, it was still a little weird. Like, I do like the crowds in a way, but also. But Saturday nights of the cons can get. Yeah, uh, Saturday, all Saturday. I'm an extrovert, but that is too much for me. (laughs) <laughs> it's a lot. We usually have a room party on Saturday afternoons after the parade to get away from the con floor. Like we'll go shopping Smart. during the parade, which shopping during the parade was glorious. You could see all the way down the aisle and see what people had in their booths and talk to creators. You could see, see that all weekend, I think. Yeah, it was it was so amazing to not be in the crush. Like you can't move. You can't get across the aisle to the other booth. Like I've wholesale walked skipped entire aisles in the America's Mart because you can't get down them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I usually don't go to the dealer hall until Monday because I can't stand the crowds, but I went, yeah. what day did we go? I think I went Friday and, and also maybe Saturday or no, I went, maybe it was, I don't know. I, I went more to the dealer hall than I usually do. And I actually bought things, which I usually don't cause I don't want to wait for <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. So, so John, like, as somebody coming from small conventions, knowing that this is so much bigger, how do you feel about what you experienced this year? And do you think you'll have any issues in future years, like if you come back when it's more crowded? So what I enjoy, I stayed in the Marriott. So what I enjoyed a lot was that I could go to the atrium level, like in the evening, just walk around, like take great pictures of costumes. I could talk about like how they made them and, you know, what they did, where they got their stuff from. And 
Yeah, that was great. I, I did that every night. It was not crowded at all. So, like I said, I was talking to a coworker when I came back, and she was like, usually the atrium of the Marriott is shoulder to shoulder. You're just it like is. pushing bodies through the whole time. I was like, that sounds like hell. Like I, 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 I don't it know is. if I could do that. So like, I am all in favor of like, if they're doing like truncated, like sale of tickets, like let's not sell as many next time. Uh, same thing with the, the vendors market. So um, I've been at other cons, so like you go to the vendors market, and you like you recognize a lot of the like, oh, it's the decal person or the leather person, the corset person. You've seen these before. So a friend of mine wanted to go, and I was like, yeah, uh, sure. So I went with him, and we got through actually very quickly. I was surprised. Like he wanted to shop for things, and the line I would say is one of the longest lines, um, longest by distance not by time but like we were outside a long time but it went really fast we got inside we could get in and out and yeah that part was fine normally when i go um i do try to go down every aisle um i don't buy much at cons but same something hopefully will catch my eye like one year um i don't know about three or four years ago there this random booth was selling these perfect copies of the fertility idol from the beginning of raiders lost art uh i think that was 2019 okay so animal interruption i don't know who that was but it wasn't us Sorry. It's my dog. So, Sorry. you know, that, that's like one of my favorite things I've ever bought at a con and it's great. It's a one-to-one replica, you know, so there's things like that, that you, there's always so, usually something unusual or cool. Um, Cause I don't buy a lot of comic books. I don't buy a lot of toys. Um, so I try to walk the whole thing just to see what's there. And, uh, but this time it was so not crowded that you could just kind of go down the middle and look left and right and see what booths are, you know, like you're not getting an up close look, but you could tell what boots are there. Like you were talking about, like there's the leather guy, there's the corset guy, that you know, right? The wigs um, guy. Yeah, the and then guy. I, I, then I could actually like pinpoint the types of boots I, I wanted to go to without having to actually go down every single aisle. So that was really nice. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really, and I actually stole. There was something that I did not buy that I wanted, but. Uh, I, I, I didn't want to have to try to figure out a, it was a, it was an art piece and I, it was on, um, like thick, like that cardboard, but you know, it was like matted. It was like pre matted and I didn't want to try to figure out a way to like bring it home to California, which screw living in California and going to Dragon Con because like, I am so you like, I, so I flew to Greenville, South Carolina, where I used to live and I drove from there to Dragon Con. So I was able to like go shopping for like snacks and drinks and bring mm-hmm. cosplay stuff that I had left in Greenville. And I was able to come home to Greenville and like drop a bunch of stuff off. But like, there's things that I would have bought, but then I'm like, I eventually have to figure out a way to get this back to <laughs> California and like eh, no thank you so people who fly I feel for you because wow this is hard no oh, it took a lot of business cards so they're like I was like you know I can't buy this now they're like take a card you know if you want to buy it online we can ship it to you I was like all right fine then, you know that's fair because a lot of people are in the same situation um okay so uh other than like there being less crowds um uh, they were also like I loved all of the extra drink and like 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 mead. It, it was mead and beer stations in the Marriott. Um, 
there might have been like there's always like the the you can buy the fish bowl or whatever the the, the rum buckets in the, the Hyatt bucket, and the cruising yeah 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 well uh, I can't drink that stuff but like uh and there's always like extra little like kiosks in the Hilton but the Marriott had a crap ton of like like they had that fire stone or fire fire they had like the local beer I think it was mm-hmm. local or if it wasn't it was soft law they had okay uh, soft law yeah and they, they had, had a meadery, um a Viking alchemist those things usually yeah. aren't there because um, they usually no. have too many people to fit them. And it's like, oh, man, like, I love it. Um, I didn't go to many of them because cash only. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, in a, way I, in a way, I get it. But also cash only. Come on. I don't care cash. I don't want to care cash, especially right now. I don't want to touch cash and give people right. cash and touch things. So what was that Jack Daniels table? The, the two statues were there. I never saw anybody manning it or selling the drinks, though. Did anybody? No, I didn't see No, that. it was like they $9 put out... somethings? Yeah. I, they put out the statues, and they had the table there, and then I never actually saw anybody doing anything, so I'm not sure well, what that was about. That said, though, the first night we were there, we found uh, the Swagon Sweet. Swagon Seek. Oh, my God. Swag I sweet. always say it wrong. Swagon Sweet. Um no, uh, we found uh, some cool Swag and Seek uh, between the boots of the two statues, so that was fun. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we two, found some little um, baby Yodas. Um, there were two alcoholic ice cream booths in the Hilton, and oh, yeah. the mm. mead station, and then their signature drink was a whiskey slushy, which just was really sweet and not good. Ooh, that sounds um, bad, yeah. But the ice cream is fabulous. It's fabulous every year. Oh, they, it's so they, good. I had the butterbeer. The one with the dragon's oh, milk stout, which is a fabulous beer, um, with cinnamon red hots in it, was really. Oh good. yeah, that was like the rum chata one or something. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. So yeah, I like. It's like part of me is like, oh, I hope they have this in future years. And and for real, like some of the ones that were in the Marriott were actually in the places where the Papa John's pizza used to be. Correct. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm torn about this because like, I want food. <laughs> But also, it was really cool that you could buy alcohol extra places. But also, maybe don't do it cash only, like for fuck's sake. Like have have one of those little especially not when we're still trying to deal with COVID and how people don't want to do uh, cash because that means more people have touched it. Yep. And I don't carry cash on most days of my normal life. I'm sure not bringing it to con. I don't even know what the PIN number is for my debit card anymore. I don't know <laughs> if I ever have. Just saying. Um, all right. So either. before we move on to like memorable things, uh, any any last like j- just general Dragon Con pros from any of us? Well, no? for me, it was uh, – I, I feel like people were more likely to con- – like be more like aware of consent and instead like i would have a lot of people touching me to like get my attention for previous costumes but this time they would be like wave at me or like yell hey ed or whatever like or hey ghost oh oh sorry drink uh, uh, <laughs> wait, what 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 was this one i said ghost jesse you said ghost i said my phantom Oh. And, um, <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, people would shout at us like, hey, you in this costume, can I take a photo of you? And like normally I'd have people like tapping me and 
Yeah, Jesse. Jesse is a no touchy. I am not a touch person. Do not. Jesse and I are very close friends, and whenever we see each other, I give Adam hugs. Her her husband. I give Adam hugs, and I said this too, because Jesse is no touchy. Um, No, there's definitely a sign language to like. You hold up your phone and you point to it, and you're like, (laughs) and if they're like thumbs up, you're like thumbs up. No, it was it was a nice system. Yeah. I don't get the touching thing anyway. Like, I don't do that. And I'm a very touchy person. Like, I don't know you. I'm not going to, hey, you, grab yeah. your shoulders, spin you around. Can I take your picture? You're also not a small female. Yes. Like uh, you're you're also not a is. female. Yeah, not a female in general. Like, I mean, and I'm not saying it's, like, only women that experience this. But, like, as a femme presenting person. You yeah, as, as, as a femme presenting person, like, it absolutely has happened to me so many times where somebody is like hey and and like also oh my god like male photographers like positioning me and i'm like i tell me what to do do not touch Mm-mm. me Mm-mm. so Don't none of that happened none of that corner. happened this year and no. it's never happened like at ice and fire Con, but it's absolutely happened at dragon con and i'm like can you just tell me what to do instead of touching me thank you yeah. and i i am a touchy person but if you're a stranger no don't touch me please right like ew your hands are gross i don't know you <laughs> well, I think um the, i think the easiest thing that you're talking about pros obviously obviously we got to see some people we haven't seen in two years right True. yeah but, yes big um, pro not all of them but a bunch of them and that was nice. Uh, I mean, I said I said earlier when we started this that like I wasn't feeling this con go- coming in, but at the same time, it was amazing to be able to interact with these people that I love and care about, and you know that that's I think that's 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 why I go to cons though anyway. Besides, you know, wearing suits and getting drunk, uh, <laughs> I because uh, I don't really do panels. I don't. Do raves? I don't really go to the events. I, I go. Oh, to I do the raves. Tara, well, Tara know? and I didn't do the raves this year. We usually do. That was my one. Like, I wish I'd done it, but I like was just not in the mood to like go figure out how to like be in a rave with a mask on and like be drinking and crazy at like next five a.m. on a Sunday next morning. Year, but next year, can... next year we will make up for it like tenfold. <laughs> Call me if your phone works because I want. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, our our thing is the Sunday night rave. We always go to this like after. After yeah. my room party, we always go to the Sunday night rave. Like this has been like four years running, I think now. And yeah. well, it was it was three years running, and and then this year, no. But like, yeah, next year for sure. Um, you know, if things are more comfortable. But okay, so most memorable things, um, memorable moments. Uh, I don't, I don't. Oh, I, okay, yes, I do have a memorable moment. I met a very cute service dog named Sydney. She oh, yes. is. The service dog of a friend of a friend who I guess is now like my friend, sort of. Um, and we were like at the Marriott Sunday, uh, uh, Saturday night, and I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And I was like, um, I don't know, maybe I need to go back to the room and like chill. And then this woman showed up with her service dog and, and like a bunch of our friends and she was like, oh, yeah, you can pet her. She was a, she's an epilepsy uh, alert dog. So she's like, you can pet her. Like, it's fine. So I literally sat on the floor of the pulse bar and just, like, petted this dog for, like, 20 – like, I was just petting this dog's belly for, like, Aww. 20 minutes. And, like, my friends are, you know, sitting around me. They would come and say hi, and we, I was drinking or whatever. And it was like, this just made me feel – so that's probably my most memorable moment was, like, meeting Sydney and being, like, allowed to, like, pet this adorable little – 
she's like an Aussie, uh, yeah, she's Australian shepherd. shepherd. Um, and, she was just perfect and lovely and her, her uh, mom was perfect and lovely. And I got to like get out of my like nervous. I'm around too many people. And I was, I was still wearing a mask and I was only taking it off when I was drinking, but I got to pet this doggy for like 20 minutes on the floor of the Marriott. And it was like the best thing ever. And then there's like people around me in cosplay and like doing their own thing. And like, no, but I was like, I was like in my like, I wish I wish I could afford an actual service dog because like neither one of my dogs is <laughs> they're smart enough, but they would never probably be well behaved <laughs> enough to be service dogs. So it was it yeah. was it was a good memorable moment. For same me. same so, with our dog. So uh Aaron, big biggest memorable moment for you. Um, I was going down the escalator, going back to the Hilton, so second second floor down on the Marriott, and um I didn't have my camera and I'm dying that i didn't because it was a assassin's creed spider gwen i yes you said oh. that and i was like oh my god like spite like i have yeah. a spider gwen cosplay and i love her so much and it was it was it was uh like um the renaissance pirates era it was uh, it was a floor length white coat the inside was teal with pink all hand webbed um she had the a blades she had a ruffled shirt she had the whole thing she said i asked her but i was like is this a is this an oc or is this something because i don't know um and she's like well someone did a crossover for spider-man with assassin's creed and it was in this style and she's like well why not a spider gwen so she did it and her hair was perfect it was this little white blonde crop and it was the coat and she made it and it was just like stunning it was beautiful and it was so well made and unique and like you immediately knew what it was how can you not with that hot pink i wish i'd seen that because i fucking love spider-man and like i i I haven't played assassin's creed in a while but i used to be like really big into assassin's creed especially the pirate era one like the pirate era one yeah so that was um amazing and i didn't have my my phone out or ready or anything and we were we were hustling for something it's always when you're hustling for yeah something that you've got of course of course um so that is the like and just her eyes lit up and i love having those interactions because i'm not faking my excitement about this damn costume it was amazing <laughs> and she was so excited to talk to somebody about it uh so good oh i mean i've been there like when i i was at dragon con i think it was 2013 and my uh, significant other at the time, this is a little bit weird, was dressed as John Marston and also had a really good John Marston cosplay because we used to play like we, we like when I started playing Red Dead, it was with my ex and we're still really good friends, you know, so that's cool. But like I dress as Bonnie uh McFarlane from the first Red Dead game and nobody fucking knew who I was like people always knew who he was and they were like if they even noticed that I was with him they were like oh you're that girl and we got into an elevator at the Hilton to go to weirdly enough a Game of Thrones drinking game party on the 12th floor like we were just this is back when they still had chair like the 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 the, like like tables and like suit the uh, uh, couches and stuff like in the Hilton on those on the fifth and 12th floors. So we like got, it might've been the fifth floor, whatever it was the fifth or 12th floor. And we got in this elevator to go to this like party. And 
like, you know, unofficial party. And some girl was like, oh shit, you're John Marston and Bonnie McFarlane. And she like took our picture. And I was like, oh, you're literally the first person who has ever known who I was in this costume. Thank you. It was some girl. Of course it was a, a of course it was a girl who knew who I was. Um, Cause like all day people were like, yeah, John Marston and that girl. And I was like, I mean, that's fine. Like, at least you're like wanting me in the picture but like also like wow so yeah i i, I totally like i totally feel that like just yeah <laughs> <laughs> um all right jesse what about you Mo memorable moments memorable moment how about having all of my friends celebrate my birthday at midnight on monday like sunday slash monday of con with with cake and like everybody putting like these fake dollars into a tricorn hat that was way too big for me and just duh showering <laughs> me with love it was great yeah and jesse's I mean, birthday is almost people, always during I, dragon con I, well it's either my birthday or my husband's birthday or sometimes like right smack in the middle of our birthdays because his is august 29th mine is september 6th mm. and yeah and uh and like people I hadn't seen since 2019 Dragon Con and people I hadn't seen for like a year at, at Tara's house last year where we celebrated Dragon Con and it was so much fun. And I just, mm. uh, all right, John, your most memorable Dragon Con moment. I met a porn star at Dragon Con this year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever what works, was, right? What was so, his or her name? So I was like, you know, it was Friday night. I'm just walking around the Marriott, like great costumes. I'm taking pictures. Things are great. And this guy's dressed as like an anime character. I'm not an anime person, but I recognized his tattoos. And like, I go up and I was like, are you Aspen? He's like, yes. He's kind of drunk. But he's like a he's my height he's a muscular man he grabs me he picks me up i was like what's going on a porn star is picking me up <laughs> i was like this happened i was like all right okay dragon con 2021 <laughs> oh yeah i've become friends with a uh, comic book author uh paul jenkins and uh he wrote uh he's very well known for writing the wolverine's origin comic book and uh so i got to, i went to his booth and i bought a copy of it and i had him sign it i didn't even i didn't even own oh nice tara i didn't even own uh that that volume so it was nice to, to get <laughs> the volume but but I, it, he was he was autographing everything he sold right so he just he says well i should probably personalize this for you so he, he opens it up and he just writes on the the page dear dean you fucker. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then paul jenkins i was like that's the best autograph i've ever gotten so that was pretty great. But I, I mean, a highlight for sure is always seeing my friends. But yeah, that was, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> you fucker. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> sitting on the desk across from me. All right. Uh, so before we, we had a couple more things. Um, uh, memorable cosplays. Um, so for me, it was the Ever Given ship guy which the ship said evergreen on the side of it but the ship's name is ever given and uh i i remember like drunkenly going up to him i can't remember it was either it must have been thursday night it had to have been thursday night because it was early in the I week i think i was with you when you did yeah and i was like 
you need to like block the sky bridge. You need to block the sky bridge. Please block the sky bridge and like take photos of this. And it's like, I'm sure he was already planning on doing it. I'm sure I'm not the only person who told him to do it. Like, I'm not saying that I like instigated this at all, but I was like drunk Tara, like block the sky bridge in this, in this thing, please. And then like he did it and I totally like missed him doing it. But like, it was just, the whole thing was like only this year. Only this year would that be absolutely perfect and hilarious. And like he had like the he had a beard and I he had like a I think he had a mask under the beard. Um so it was like it was this great costume because he had this stupid ass beard as like he was like a captain of the ship and he's like holding it. I don't know. The whole thing was hilarious. Um yeah, he, he was hilarious and it's been like a mean thing. Like we got home and the 14-year-old, the kiddo, was like uh, or no, we, we didn't go home. He, he sent us like a message and he was like, uh, is this where you are? And we were like, yes, yes, it is. And I was like, oh, we're cool now. Cause we're on Tumblr. Well, cause he, yeah. He, I mean, not we, but like Dragon Con is on Tumblr. So Dragon Con is like a cool right. thing now. He asked me, is, is this guy at Dragon Con? And about, I don't know, within a half hour, I found the guy and I took a picture with him and I was just like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Then the kid's like, oh my God, it's amazing. So that was fun. Um, and I also, uh, Saturday night, which was, it was like right before I had the awesome dog moment. Um, I had this, this amazing Lady Dimitrescu, like on, like a tall person who is also on stilts literally like 15 feet tall and i'm five eight and a half so like like probably almost twice my height i mean I, i'm saying 15 feet tall and almost twice my height neither neither one of those add up but it's fine um but also had the daughters and like that was like i really wanted to do a daughter but the only person i knew who cosplay lady dimitrescu is shorter than me so i was like and even with like like really high heels this person would probably still be shorter than me so i was just a, like in awe of like this amazing person who's doing this amazing costume and standing on these stilts for god knows how long and like i i was like oh but i also know these people like it was so that that was my second best costume of like things i saw um of my own costumes, uh, probably like surprising Dean with, um, so, so we cosplay Red Dead, sorry, drink. Uh, and um, I always do Sadie and I said I would never cosplay Abigail, but uh, us John's being- wife. My character's wife. Yeah, his character's wife. So, uh, you know, us being engaged, I was like, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I'm going to have this Abigail and, and it's not an exact replica of her wedding dress. Cause there were too many ruffles. And I was like, no, I don't want that, but it is, I would say it's about an 80% match. Um, and I literally like pulled out an old Katniss wig and just like, and, and Becca, my friend Becca, let me borrow a brooch. Cause and I do need actually need to get like my own, like brooch for like the middle of the chest. But like, I was like, you know what I'm doing this. I'm so I, I, I have the wedding dress and I borrowed a brooch from Becca. I will get my own, you know, brooch for the middle of it in the future. But like I, I took my old Katniss wig and just pinned it all up and it took like 20 minutes to fucking pin this giant like wig up. Cause she has brown hair and I do not. Um, but I came out of our room 
in the Abigail wedding dress. And I was like, hey, it's your wife. Um, and he was like, wow, wow. Like, I don't know. I mean, maybe I thought you were more surprised than you were, but I was I was very pleased with my... Well, well here's the thing, because she, she has sworn up and down that she would never do this character because... Because she's horrible. She's not well liked in the fandom at all. Like so, you know, it's, and she's not a villain. You know, she's not like the the, she's not like a I don't know Darth Vader where you know he's a bad guy but you still he's cool, right? No, no, she's not cool. She's terrible. Nobody wants to be her, and yet you know, I'm the guy. And and anyway, it was it was sweet. It was very sweet, and I appreciated it. So I was very I was very I was very excited to surprise Dean with that. Um, so Aaron, what about you? Your your most memorable cosplays. Um, well, so the most memorable cosplay is wrapped up in the most memorable moment for me, which is that spider Gwen. Um, I also saw the evergreen, ever given guy and cracked the hell up because it was so on the money for only the, a dragon con too. Only a dragon right? and the stupid shit you see, and it was timely and it was funny. Um And how much fun was he having, right? Like Oh, he was having a great time. Yeah. It was uh, great. so many photos. Um uh, of my own thing, we did a Plague Doctor group. Uh, like, of course, I have fun as Punk Rock Sailor Moon. I'm retiring that because I'm tired of wearing an updo wig. It hurts. Um, but um, our Plague Doctor group was really, really popular. And I was really happy about that because we were not all the same. It was a bunch of different Plague Doctor mashups. Uh, and it was really popular. It was really fun to watch the the characters organically come out in my friends being this uh, and getting recognized and the slow realization on people's faces watching that happen as they're like, see one of us and then the other one, the other one. And then they're getting what's happening with uh, Dr. Frankenfurter and Plague Dr. Frankenfurter and Plague Doc Brown and Plague Dr. Pepper and Rave Doctor and the Plague Joker. And that, I'll say, my husband had way too much fun. It was so organic being a Plague Joker because he's chaos and he just got to be more chaos with a bird mask on. Um, I have a picture of him and my best friend, and they've got their faces up and they're being birds. They're going, rah, 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 rah. it's really funny, but dumb. So I, that was that was the most fun I had in a group costume, um, and like for the whole weekend, just running around as that was uh, was a lot of fun. All right, Jesse, what about you? So it's funny. Um, apparently, Adam and I ran into like this giant group of math or radar technician and like apparently they were all together on sunday in the hyatt and i'm like first of all this is the most math or radar technicians i've ever seen second of yeah. all how long ago was that sketch like how long ago oh was i that? have a picture of a math or radar technician from c2e2 2016 so and, it was that and, year well yeah because it was after uh force awakens but um so like, and then they found a Leia, a Princess Leia, and I heard this. I didn't see the exchange. I heard it from like twenty feet away, where they they found a Princess Leia, and they all went, "Mom, mom, 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 mom." I'm sorry. And I saw I'm it on sorry, Twitter mom. later. <laughs> so I saw it on Twitter later, and the Princess Leia was like losing it, and then she got all popular on Twitter, but not her post. Somebody else's share of it, but whatever. And I I shared her thing of it, and was like, so I experienced this happening. It just sounded like noise to me because you have <laughs> you have like thirty or forty men going mom, 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 mom to a Princess Leia cosplayer. So it just basically sounds like just noise. <laughs> And as as far as our own cosplays, uh, so 
like my entire family well not my entire family like my sister and my niece didn't do it but my my mom and actually my mom and my dad and adam and i all got and did our ghost costumes which wasn't like a big deal for like anybody at dragon con because this show is not like super popular in the united states but like i posted on the internet and like all the english people lost their shit so that was nice like all the people in the fandom that don't live in the United States were like, <gasps> or if only you had a captain. And I'm like, oh, if only I had a captain. Oh, believe me. Yes. I mean, I saw the pictures. It was super cute, though. I love that your parents got in on that with you guys. Oh, they so were. Cute. My dad was like planning how to do like the arrows in the neck and my mom trying to figure out the stupid uh, Edwardian dress. And just it was it was very funny. All right, John, what about you? Most memorable cosplays of yourself, of your, oh my God, I can talk. I've been drinking. Most memorable cosplays you did and anything you saw. So I was told that like, it's going to be a thousand degrees outside and inside. You're going to be in lines the whole time. So you got like, so lucky. So like, don't do an elaborate cosplay. So all of my cosplays were like, no shirt, minimal clothing, like whatever I can get by with, like <laughs> by like decency laws, like uh, that's what I wore. Um, but in terms of, I was impressed by the people who like turned around and cosplay in a couple of weeks. So like all the people who did Harley Quinn with that like tool dress from uh, Suicide Squad, like with the spear, I was like, yeah, well, good on them. I really appreciated that. Um, the other one, uh, the what if Captain America woman. <gasps> yes, I didn't the, see that, yeah. but I saw your picture. Like this Man. girl had like what three weeks to get this yeah. together. If well, not some a week people, and a half. She well, some did. Some people it. had that as a thing already from like years ago because it was sort of like hinted at in uh, the Agent Carter show. So, so a lot of the people did that, but well, well a different one but appeared. Still, in it looks Marvel. so yeah. good. In yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, I, th I think that the Marvel take, show like, was different. Real fast, I was like, good on them. Good on yep. them. Which is how Dragon Con is. Like, take a reference real fast and turn it into a cosplay. You might yeah, be I, working all night, every night for two weeks, but you're good. Oh, I, I did an Inception costume in 2010 in four weeks i think yeah wow well i mean yeah. it's like i mean a few, it was a few years ago now but i mean when the sharknados showed up and it was right after that movie appeared and that was great i mean that that's exactly mm -hmm. how dragon con is i mean it, it, yes. it's wonderful yeah. um okay i'm glad nobody got nobody took this because this was amazing uh and this guy was around con all weekend long a beautiful x-men angel did you all see this yes, yes. wow yeah. like those maybe wings were unreal. i don't think so the, the His suit wings think, hit us all in the face. We, we were they were there. beautiful. It was it was a, I think it was a die sub suit. It was the red and white version. Beautiful suit though, like unbelievable. And the wings were just incredible. And he was there. I went first night, right, Tara? Yes. I think we saw him right I away. I think it was Thursday or Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah, he it was, was really already out and about. I mean, he was obviously proud of it because he was wore it a lot. But it was great. Really good. As, as far as me, I already talked about like my most fun moment was you know bugging that Doctor Strange guy in my crappy Iron Man costume. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call that my favorite costuming moment because it was pretty great. <laughs> um, all right. So real quick before we close up, Dragon oh, Con 2022 planning. Really? Woo. Oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. Did you have something else you wanted to bring up? Oh, no. Just if um, we're good. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, we're good. Uh, so Dragon Con 2022 planning, really. So tickets, real quick. Uh, they're currently on sale for $85. Um, and, and this is something I saw on Facebook and on uh, the Dragon Con subreddit. There was a screw up with Grotix at or at, like at during Dragon Con where they only had the like, Grotix only had the $95 option available. So if you bought your ticket at Dragon Con and you paid $95, uh, keep an eye out on your email because they're going to give you a $10 refund. Um if you don't hear anything, I mean, it's it's September 11th. If you don't hear anything within the next like seven to 10 days, you might want to contact them directly if you really want that $10 back. Um, but they should be contacting anybody who overpaid. Um, so that's really cool that they're going out of their way. And, and the funny thing is, like, I saw this post on the subreddit and everybody in there is like, yeah, you know, I either don't want the refund or like, yeah, I got the refund and I'm um, gonna like just put it toward like a Dragon Con TV like subscription for the year or whatever. So I love that everybody's using this extra 10 bucks to just support Dragon Con because it was a mistake. It was it was just nonsense. Hotels. Okay. Uh, God. So Hyatt, if you're grandfathered in, you should have received an email in August about next year's stay. Um, I did for sure. Um, they charge the first deposit. They charge the deposit on October first. The uh, rest of the money is going to be taken like June of next year. Um, however, because of the number of people who canceled this year, you're probably going to have a better chance than usual of snagging a room. Let's hope. Let's hope. Slash possibly a legacy room. So keep an eye out. And and here's my take on that. Um, I don't think they're going to do any sort of like Hunger Games thing, but every year there's, it's like, there's almost always in like January or February of the year that Dragon Con is happening. And so this is, this is the vaguest one. It could happen in January or February. You also could be able to get in after like in October. I, I saw people on the subreddit saying like the deposits are taken on October 1st. So they start calling on October 3rd because Hyatt gives you 48 hours to fix stuff if your credit card wasn't charged. So you could start calling on like October 3rd and get lucky and possibly get a room. Um, if they don't release a block early next year in both 20, uh, for both Dragon Con 2019 and for this year, they released a block. Uh, one was on July, I think in 2019, it was on July 7th, whatever. One year it was July 7th, one year it was July 10th. So like just stock, like you have to have like all notifications turned on, like everything, even if you're not doing it all year long, but like they, there will be a block of legacy rooms released, I believe. Like there has been in the past couple, like the past 2020 aside, let's pretend 2020 didn't exist. So um, Sheridan, I thought that Sheridan did away with their legacy rooms, but I guess maybe not because I saw today that they're apparently already sold out. So Sheridan is persona non grata, but like who cares because it's a Sheridan and nobody should go there because it's dark and dangerous. <laughs> like except for registration. Does anybody actually go to the Sheridan? Uh, uh, exactly. Uh, was there. Oh, I, w I went swimming. 
There, there was oh that. yeah, yeah. You guys go swimming there, but you know. Um, <laughs> and we met some friends that stayed in the Sheraton in 2019 or 20 uh, 2018. Uh, Weston. Uh, they are not legacy. There's no legacy there. Mm-hmm. Never has been. Their block opens September 29th at 10 a.m. Eastern. So if you want a Weston room, be ready. Uh, Marriott, may the odds be ever in your favor. Uh, they have not announced when they're doing this. There are rumors that they are going to do it in September. Like someone in Reddit was like, isn't it, you know, September 20th? But I feel like this is nonsense because they always do it the first Thursday yeah. in October. Is it the first? Because in it's the like past, the first I feel Thursday. It's like the first Thursday. In the past, I feel like uh, or the second Thursday. It's like the tenth or the third or whatever. Yeah, I, I I was thinking it was like the second Tuesday or Wednesday, but regardless, it's usually sometime in early. It's usually sometime between October first and October fifteenth, and it's sometime during the week. So. There is a chance, I guess, that they might do it earlier this year because they like want that money earlier. But uh, I, there's absolutely no confirmation that it's happening earlier. Um, Hilton, uh, I don't know, Aaron, you stayed at the Hilton. Yeah. Um, so per the email we got uh, it before Dragon with the updates to um, like early check in and all that, they said that. Uh, we'll be getting an email a couple of weeks, eight to ten days after DragonCon, about moving to, about when our first night's deposit will be taken because they did not take it. They do not take it at con anymore. Um, and then following up as to anything about when. So I heard that legacies aren't a thing anymore. Like they're not producing or giving out more legacies. Right. Until, but that was prior to the pandemic with all of these people not going or losing their legacies or giving up their legacies so i don't have uh and nobody could say anything about it whenever i asked around really politely and like super open and open-ended nobody could say anything about it because they just didn't know um so again uh, as tara already said like alerts on social media is the devil but social media is how you're going to find out about it you've got to be on it if you want a legacy um, and i'm talking about all social media yeah. like keep an eye on official dragon con keep an eye on your friends because like i mean i've i've posted so many times i have like shared a thing you know on on about hyatt usually because they're the only one that seemed to open legacy room blocks but like so many times i've shared these things like immediately and they're like gone immediately like within like 10 minutes um but that said like uh with the Hilton, like I know for a fact they lost a crap ton of legacy rooms this year. Um, mm-hmm. So I, 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 there's no guarantee that they will open up rooms at all, let alone legacy rooms, but it does not hurt to keep an eye on things. I mean, John, you said, you said you stayed at the Marriott, um, which, you know, kudos to you. Cause no, thank you to me from me, but um, <laughs> like, I need, I, I, I need a, I need a Hyatt legacy. I need, I need to get it this year. I need to get it. I know, Jesse, you're going to be the first person. I'm going to actually, I'm going to just call you the next time. I'm like, <laughs> I'll call you. And if you're an answer, I'll call Adam and be like, get your wife on the phone. Hyatt legacy. And call my parents after that. Because if we don't answer, <laughs> call my parents. 
So we just have a handshake and the credit card number on file. And be yeah. Like, just like, Jesse, give me your credit card and I'm all booking for you. I've actually done that for people before. So, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, John, like as a first year, you know, Dragon Con person, like you, you said you had a Marriott room. Um, do you think you would go in future years and want a legacy room? So I will say staying in the Marriott was like a roller coaster. Like I don't do heights. So like I Yeah, me too. I cling to the walls. Like the atrium what floor, is huge. what floor were you on? What floor were you on? 37. Oh my god, I, oh, wow, I would hate my I life. Was. I would hate I can't know. I cannot. Like so like the elevator's fine. Like I hold it on the bar. Elevator's fine. So I go upstairs, I just hug the wall, like I hug the wall, I get into the room, I'm fine when I'm in the room, like that's okay, but, you know. Yeah, it doesn't seem that high when you're, when you're looking out on the cityscape. I had to close all the curtains in the room, I couldn't, I, you know, I was the fifth <laughs> wheel, I was the fifth wheel in my room, so I was on the air mattress in the corner, I like, I had to close it off, I couldn't do, it's too high. Um. Yeah, I'm so with I, you. I'm thankful for my friends who could like get a room. Like, I appreciate the location of the Marriott, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Well, yeah, I don't for have sure. a problem with the, the things we do for the, con. This, yeah, this year, this year. Oh yeah, I could just see Jamie Lannister. The things we do for con. <laughs> He pushed me out the Marriott. <laughs> oh my God, no! <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah like I, mean, I, I... The, this year at the Marriott, my experience was just not great. Like the staff was well weird because what floor? Not, well, was... Okay, what floor were you on, Jesse? Did you have to wait for elevators? No, we were thirty-three, and we almost never had an elevator wait. Almost never. So we and I had to, to... Go down what? Dean and I had to wait, not not the wait, the wait wasn't the issue. Dean and I were going up to the 44th floor one time. So we hit the, like, we were in the, (laughs) okay. So you know how there's like the two large banks of elevators and then there's like the small bank where it's like the two that face the atrium that go up and you can see everything. And then there's the one that's on the inside, right? So we press the button and the one that's on the inside opens first, which is like great for me because I'm with you, John. I can't the non-terror elevator. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't so like we, that elevator. We, except, like, except here's the thing. We, this is like Sunday afternoon. We step into the elevator, right? And it's us, it's me, Dean, and one other dude, like one other guy. We step into the elevator, the door shut. And so the the front, you know, there's double doors, right? The front door is shut fine. The right hand of the double door is shut fine on the inside. The left hand drops off its track and just is like, pa, we're going down in a door. And I'm standing in this elevator with Dean and some guy I don't know. And I'm like, I can't be, I, I'm also, not only do I not like highs, I am very claustrophobic. So I'm standing in this elevator and I'm like, press the button, get us out of here, get us out of here, get us out of here. And the, the this poor dude who doesn't even notice is like, he gets, like, he presses the button, the door is open, and and the, this well, wait, wait, whole no. door, this whole ass door is off its track. It's like, it's hanging. So, like, here's, yeah. here's the top of the elevator. It's hanging like this, and the door is open, and it's like, 
and it just like disappears. And I'm just like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. And this guy, like he pressed the like alarm button to like call people to like fix the elevator or whatever. But I was just like, this would have been, I'm not even kidding you. My worst nightmare is getting stuck in an elevator. This is Tara's final destination. It's like, it's like, yeah, seriously. And so whatever, we didn't get stuck in there, but then we also still had to go to the 44 floor. So we go up and I'm just like, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, but now we're on the the glass one instead of the yeah one. yeah exactly oh, yeah. so now oh, i can yeah. see everything and i'm just like <sighs> and we just had that experience so tara, tara nice. was a, i well, was a mess i was a but mess I, but i got to hold you for a minute so that was lovely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> the way down was even worse because i was like we were still in that outside elevator and we could see everything and i was just like no i don't want to be up here i don't want to do this and the other people in the elevator are looking at me like i'm the weirdest person in the world and i'm like i didn't choose this okay you guys um i have to face the door i have to like grip the rail yep i yep. hold my luggage i'm like i'm sorry just like pile in behind me i'm right yep, here yep. I'm, not I'm not leaving i'm holding my ground uh okay so all right, one more thing before we actually end. Uh, upcoming events. This does not have to be conventions if you have an on your horizon, um, but anything fun that's coming up on the works, uh, uh, I'll go first just because I know what mine are. Um, I might go to this supposed official Game of Thrones convention that's happening in Vegas in February because it's like three and a half hours away from me now. Um, but the biggest thing is Gang Goes to Ice and Fire Con. That's April 2022. So if you're a Game of Thrones or a Song of Ice and Fire fan, I suggest te- uh, checking us out because we modeled uh, our convention after Dragon Con. So it is like it was literally a bunch of Dragon Con friends who are also Game of Thrones friends who started this convention. So it is like us just drinking in a hotel all weekend and there's panels, but there's also a whole bunch of other fun events, like crazy fun events that like you wouldn't see at like a convention center convention or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's, that's April 21st, to the 24th, 2022. Uh, I will I will say we just announced that um, vaccination or negative COVID tests within 72 hours is required. Um, I'm based on what I have seen from our attendees who answered our survey about this. I would not hesitate to say that 95% or more of our attendees will be vaccinated. So a plus plus. Um, there's probably nothing else on my horizon unless there's like a bunch of Red Dead guests going to like a more local convention at one time. Um, yeah, we'll see about that. So, uh, Aaron, anything else on your horizon? Uh, I, uh, being Pittsburgh based, we have the uh, nice. um, Steel City Con. It's like four times a year. It's a little one, but you'd be surprised who shows up. A lot of four. Stuff. Wait, four wait, times wait, yeah, a year. Yeah, uh, Steel City Con is like four times a year. Three, wow. three four times a year. Yeah. Um, Weird. Okay. Schnauzer comes down from Buffalo with his boys all the time. Mm. And we meet up. It's great. Uh, it's a smaller convention. It's a weekend. It's a lot of vendors. So it started as like a retro toy fair and then morphed as cons became popular. And Pittsburgh doesn't have a convention, really. We had Wizard World for like a minute and it left. And Replay FX, which was a video gaming pinball convention, uh, closed for, for good last year so that happens a bunch and we pop in but my the big things i have next is pax unplugged in philly in december uh and pax east in march uh in boston 
um, maybe this little thing called Ice and Fire Con in April. Nice. in Ohio. <laughs> you should go. <laughs> it's not far. I promise you, it'll be so fun. We'll talk about uh, it. Um, I got. I got to know pe- people. You know. Yeah. I got to. I got to pet a wolf at the last one. Oh, that's uh, that will happen next one too. Although I do have to contact them. Wow. <laughs> uh, Jesse, what about you? Anything coming up? Uh, if I finally go to Ice and Fire Con, if it finally happens, <gasps> I will probably go because the other previous years, like. I have I have a thing where my friend did uh, Thrones Miss and Thrones Giving, and it would always be like I'd have to plan for that that when Game of Thrones came back. But like I, I think whenever Game of Thrones came back, it, it was the same time or about the same time as as Ice and Fire Con, and I couldn't swing it. And yeah, yeah. Well. But Lame. I want to come this year because now we don't have to worry about that stupid show at all. Mm-hmm. All right, John, what about you? Anything coming up soon? So mid-October, a lot of um, Game of Thrones fans from the AfterCon group are renting out Ancient Lore Village. So you've never heard of this because in my town, an eccentric millionaire built a Hobbit-esque retreat, but it has to be like copyright separate from lord of the rings so it's a weird hobbit village anyway so the after con of thrones people are like meeting up there so you can rent it out and that's going to be interesting that's coming up mid-october i'm also curious about this uh vegas february Mm -hmm. um yeah so it seems agreeable i think i'll check it out and of course i always go to ice and fire con Great people who run it. Looking forward to it. See you guys next year. Great people who are running it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dean, what about you? Well, obviously, Ice and Fire. Um, the February one sounds interesting. Uh, I haven't done Littlefinger for a while, and uh, that sounds like a good place to do it. Um, yeah, Tara's favorite costume of mine, by the oh. way. <laughs> I mean, um, you do look a fair bit like him when you don't have like the full beard. Right. Oh but... no, he does. He does. But I <laughs> hate it because it... little finger is gross. Little finger would <laughs> be a good dog, variant. Shake, shake, shake. Little variant little finger, like. Yeah. Oh my. Um, right. Right. Oh, oh, biggest oh. finger, middle finger. Oh finger. no! Yes. Oh my God! Yes, that would be perfect. Where's the end? Chaos is burdened with glorious purpose. <laughs> Chaos is burdened with a glorious ladder. Ah, <laughs> uh, beyond mm. that, I don't know. We don't. We're not really anything happening. I don't think beyond that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Com- I don't know if Comic Con's uh, possibility eventually, but uh, that's that's, dra- that's so far away. Certainly Dragon Con eventually, but you know. All right. Okay. Well, on that note, thank you again for joining us for Dragon Con. 2021 the hangover um you can all right yeah one one last one last sip y'all one last sip cheers 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 i'm I'm finishing it again you can Uh. find me across the web at a geek saga definitely check out our other hosts here and also if you're looking for intermediary things and you read some books you can find me at sagas and sass we're a literary webcast that covers one genre series at a time and it's a really fun we'll be covering the davabod trilogy starting in a couple weeks i think it's like wednesday september 22nd um 
other than that, like, thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you for listening to Tara Lynn's A Geek Saga podcast. If you like what you heard, please check out my website, ageeksaga.com, or consider supporting me on Patreon at patreon.com backslash ageeksaga.